Happy Monday, everybody. Hope y'all all had fabulous weekends. Welcome into Undisputed. I'm Jen Hale here with Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp. Good morning, guys. Good morning. How are we? Good morning, Jen. Good morning. <sighs> there has never, ever been anything like Thomas Edward Patrick Brady Jr. I can't wait to talk about him. Let's go, Jen. <laughs> All right, let's do it, Skip. Your guy Tom Brady and his Bucks snapped a three-game losing streak in a comeback win against the Rams yesterday. Beat them 16-13. Bucks improved to four and five on the season. Brady had 280 yards and a last-second touchdown to secure the game. He becomes the first player in NFL history to surpass 100,000 yards all time. Shannon, I think we know how Skip feels about this. Let's start with you. Scale of 1 to 10, how impressive was this? I gave it a 4. Um, Tom was good. He was only good the last drive, and I guess that's the only time that you need to be good. In the first 59 minutes of the game, Tampa had 9 points. Brady of 30, was 31 of 53 for 226 yards and 0 touchdowns, and he just was averaging 4.3 yards attempt. Now, we just saw last week, we saw what Jimmy G did. Jimmy G completed 84% of his passes for 235 yards and two touchdowns. So we, they, they, they are not the Rams' defense. This was more about what the Rams' defense didn't do as opposed to what Tom Brady did do. Now, they got Scotty Miller out there thinking he's Tyreek Hill. I don't know what Jay Ram was doing. I don't know what those guys were doing that you're playing off and you allow the guy to get out of bounds. On the first drive, uh, uh, when Brady got the ball back after they, uh, they stopped him on fourth down and they get the ball back, uh, I'm watching B-Wags and I'm watching Jay Ram. They look at the guy and the tight end runs down the seam and get a 20, 20-plus yard completion. I'm like, guys, what the hell are you doing? You're like, if they were like, well, all they need, they, they need a touchdown to beat us. But the, the, you, you can't let them get down the field so quick, get out of bounds and stop the clock. I'm like, what, what, what are you guys doing? And I think one of the plays that I think Raheem Morris is looking at, Skip, it was third and 20, and I don't know if you remember this. It was third and 20. He dumps the ball to Leonard Fournette. Leonard Fournette makes the guy miss. He picks up 15 yards, but it leads to a field goal. So now all of a sudden. That's the play on which he went over 100,000 yards. Go yes, ahead. Yes. So that was really the play, Skip, because now I'm not so sure. Maybe they go for it on fourth down. I don't think they're going to allow him to try and kick Skip a 60-yard field goal in that situation. I could be wrong, but they end up getting three points out of that. So now if you take those three points away, Tom Brady touchdown ties you, and we're probably going to end in a tie because no, neither offense did much uh, uh, yesterday. But for me, Skip, when I look at Tom Brady, I mean, look at all the passes that he's thrown. I mean, they're, they're just like nothing. Tom Brady has attempted 398 passes. That's 38 more than Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray's played one more game. Brady is 30th in yards per attempt, 16th in touchdowns. He's 17th in QBR. He's slightly above average, 51.3. The best thing about the Tampa and their situation, they're in the NFC South. They're leading that division with a 4-5 and five record. That is the best thing. But I was not impressed with what transpired yesterday because we've known this for a very long time. The Rams are a different team. They're not very good. Matthew Stafford isn't playing well. And that defense, I don't know if they're still having a Super Bowl hangover or what has transpired, but they're not the same defense. They do a lot of yapping, but I don't see a lot of production, a lot of producing going on out there. So I wasn't impressed. He was tremendous the last drive, and I guess that's the only thing that mattered. But up until that point, mm. he was very average. So, ladies and gentlemen, you just heard from the president of the Brady-hating society, Hall of Famer Shannon Sharp. 
And now it is my turn to tell you why what Brady did yesterday was extremely impressive because it was against extremely high degree of difficulty. Why? The Buccaneers came in dead last in rushing, and they, they lived down to that title. Rams right? was next to they last in rushing. What's that? Rams okay, were next well, to last in rushing. I think it's rushing. my turn, okay. right? Okay. Well, just... I, I didn't interrupt you one time. I could have interrupted you 17 times, and I just bit through my lip trying not to, to alienate you right out of the box. Go ahead. All right. So the, the Buccaneers came in, would you believe, dead last in pass Block win rate. And much of the time yesterday, they just couldn't keep Aaron Donald away from Tom Brady because Aaron Donald's pretty good. And he looked pretty good yesterday, even though he got outplayed by Vita Vea in the biggest picture, because I thought Vea wreaked more havoc than even Aaron Donald did. Am I right about that? He did. All right, so Brady has become masterful at getting rid of football because what has Brady done in the biggest picture this year? He has to get rid of it, but he doesn't throw it to the other team because guess what, ladies and gentlemen? He leads the whole NFL in touchdown to interception ratio. He's 10 to only one. Would you believe he's thrown almost 400 straight passes since the Dallas game that opened the season without throwing an interception? That's pretty great when you're on a team that's pretty lousy all the way around. Would you believe that Mike Evans, on the first catch of the game, after he dropped the first one that hit him right in the hands, and by the way, ladies and gentlemen, would you believe that Tom Brady's receivers dropped eight passes yesterday? Eight passes? On the one that Mike Evans caught, the the next throw to him, he got bashed from all sides, and he got his ribs smashed, and they taped him, but it doesn't do any good to tape your ribs. I don't even know what good it does, as you well know. What can you do but tape on him? It doesn't do any good, and he looked like shell of himself for much more of the, of the rest of the game. Okay. Chris Godwin just hasn't been able to bounce back from a complete rebuild of his ACL. He's just looking like running in Cabo sand, like I always say Zeke is. He looks like he's running in quicksand. He, he can't separate from anybody. They try to even try to get him to run the ball with those quick jailbreak screens, and he just goes nowhere slowly. And then Julio. I used to love Julio Jones. Tom used to love Julio Jones. I thought he was going to be the secret sauce, the new deep speed receiver. Not the same guy. I told he's you just that. not the same guy. And to your credit, you called this. And it got so bad, I'm going to leap in my video here if, if uh, the control room can hang with me. But there's a pass to Julio, and it's a comeback, I it's bet. a third down pass. And he's, the one yeah. he slips on? Yeah. He, he slipped down. Let's see where it is. It's, it's deep. It's third and five at the 20, and he throws it out. No. Uh, that, that wasn't actually. It's, That's it's, an under. Yeah, it, it's a little under. But th- this wasn't exactly it. I'm no. sorry. We got the wrong one. But it's I, know, I know the way you're talking yeah. about. It's just, he, the comeback, he, and he like yeah. dings his knee. His feet go out from under him, and then he just lies on the turf like, oh, I did it again. And then late in the game, he, he's trying to lobby the wide receiver coach to get back in the game, and, and he's just being told no. I'm sure Tom said, okay, that's enough. Let's try somebody else. Tom Brady was relegated to trying to pull this game out of the fire 
throwing to little Scotty Miller, who about half this year has been completely lost in the doghouse, and throwing to a rookie tight end named Kate Otten, who's got some potential, but he's not exactly Rob Gronkowski. I told you I like him, Skip. He's not exactly Cameron Brait, who when we made our predictions on Friday, and by the way, I predicted 17 to 14. I think it was 16 to 13. Close enough. But the point is, I thought Cameron Brait, he had practiced. I thought he was going to be eligible. But no, he's got a neck injury, and it must be pretty serious. And he is down and out and did not play. I also thought Antoine Winfield would be out of concussion protocol because he he practiced limited. He did not play yesterday, which shocked me and deflated me. But the defense yesterday played, I thought, as Brady said, the first words out of his mouth in the postgame, Defense played great. Well, they did play great against what? (laughs) Against sorry. They played great against sorry. That's all I got for you, but they did. They just hung in and hung in the whole game. All right. So with eight drops, it's just hard to function because there's a bad drop, then a bad penalty, and, and a blown assignment, and you're just like, this just looks awful. But I did think, as I predicted to you on Friday, that post-divorce, after he got that whole thing over and out, cleared the decks, he looked sharper and more focused yesterday than I've seen him all year. And when things did go wrong, he didn't lose it the way he, but, he had been losing right. it, where he's throwing tablets and throwing fits. I didn't see any fit throwing well, yesterday. Well, see, I told you, Skip, he was on edge. I've been trying to okay, say, Skip, he's right. on edge. You got a lot of stakes. Okay, but I mind. didn't know, as no. I told you last week, I had no idea they were actually finalizing a divorce in the middle of a football season. And I said, well, at least he got that all out of his hair because, trust me, it's not the emotional. It's just the, the, the psychological logical distraction of it. It's just like every day you got to go over this point, that point, this point, the, the child sharing. It just gets so yeah. complex and he had to get it all done during the season. Yeah. And I'm sure he heaved a huge sigh. They had a mini break of 10 days. And let's try to figure out if we can lock back in and, and do this because as you say, they're in the NFC going south. <laughs> and fortunately, in a shock to me, Atlanta looked like it had won the game against your Chargers, right? Yeah. And they, they, have they, get, a, a they get a fumble, and then the guys run with it. He, he just loses it, it. But he didn't even get stripped. <laughs> he he just lost the football. He's trying to be a running back. He's going to switch arms. Okay. Yeah. He I thought the quarterback he was switch arms. <laughs> and all of a sudden, he, they just literally Give hand the game, the back, game back to the Chargers. Maybe. And all of a sudden, voila. The Buccaneers <laughs> are actually leading the South because they have the best division re- record right. at two and one, and they've already beaten Atlanta, albeit in Tampa, and they still got to finish the year at Atlanta. Correct. And by the way, the Bucks schedule is just unrelenting. It just gets, it, it, to me, it just gets harder and harder and harder. So they're not out of the woods, but this was a huge comeback for Brady because of degree of difficulty. So let's just go in order. This one got me. This is where I just fell out of my chair and rolled on the floor. This is an early third and two at the three on the fir- the opening drive, and it looked like Brady was really locked in on the opening drive. And what do they do on third and two from the three? They give it to playoff Lenny, who's kind of layoff or way off Lenny, right? <laughs> I, I don't know what's happened to him, but he just does not look the same. That's what you got, and that's what you got. Right? I see a lot of Tampa's offensive linemen standing around. They're just standing. They're just getting stood straight up. Ain't nobody move. Ain't nobody move anybody. Nobody's going anywhere, and he just runs into a brick wall, and he goes down. Yes. And I said, what are you doing? You might as well try to throw it because you do have the goat at quarterback, and and as – as, as difficult it is for him to find somebody separating the red zone because they've been horrendous in the red zone, it's better than that option. All right, 
So then this happened. The Rams have one chance and one chance only. It's Cooper Cup or bust. Yeah. And he's still really, really good. Right. The Buccaneers did a really good job of just saying, no, you can't have him, except on one play. That boggled my mind. I'm saying, how could you let Cooper Cup loose? What is it? Second 11 at the 31-yard line. And you just don't cover him up. They run the double seams on him, Skip. He just runs right up the seam. And, uh, and Matt Stafford the said, I'll take that. Way. Okay, Keanu Neal. And, 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 come on, Skip. You know Keanu Neal. Keanu Neal, he, Neal, yeah, he used to be my guy, right? Yeah, yeah he's a thumper. Don't he's step. a thumper. He's, he's playing guy. linebacker. He's dropping and dropping, and he's got no chance. And then Mike Edwards doesn't get over. And I'm saying – it's it's ten or bust. Yeah. Would, wouldn't you just make sure you got three? Yeah, people yeah I understand. Skip the double seam concept. You want to try to you don't want to try to cheat it. But I'm gonna cheat the ten side. Right. Skip, you remember the first play of the game? What happened? Van Jefferson. What did he do? Drop a deep dropped over. A de- he dropped a deep over. They would have been <laughs> in even more trouble. So we won't show this video, but they blocked a field goal, and B Wags just leaped right yeah. over Robert Hainsey, the the young. He's not a rookie, but he's a first year center. Right. Just leaped right over him and just stuffed it, man. It was just <laughs> like a Matumbo block, yeah. right? Okay, so then we, we talked about the Julio disaster, so he's out of the fray. So now we go to Brady actually pulled off two game-winning drives in the fourth quarter. The first one was actually 12 plays, and it gets down to second and goal at the six-yard line, and he's starting to feature a little Scotty Miller because he's really got nobody yes. else that he's trusting on this day. Right. So then he throws this ball to the back of the end zone to little Scotty and hits him right in the face mask. It, how, but how why did he jump, though? I, I don't, don't know. I, I don't, don't get why guys jump. I don't know if, if he just freaked, like, oh, my God, I got to catch this. I, I need to Well, he's jump. a body catcher, Skip. Yeah. He don't trust his hands. And it went right through his hands. It hit, hit him, him in, in the face, face mask. It hit him in the face mask. That's what I said. It's just not meant to be this right. year. It's just not going to work. So then back to the rookie tight end that you like. So on the next, that make a third and goal from the six. He throws it to Kate Otten at the one. And I know this is a tough catch because it's defended, but – but you just have to secure this ball because it's the football game is on the line. Shannon Sharp's just going to fight for that ball because it's hit you right in the bread basket. And I know a hand gets in underneath, but he just couldn't fight for it right. and hold it. And I thought, oh, great. So now it's fourth and goal, and they go nowhere because he gets rushed, and he tries to he, – he just throws it to nobody. Right. And they should have picked it off, actually. It would have been Jay better had it would have picked it well, off because then he got the ball at the 20. That is true. But instead, he just throws it to nobody, and so the defense rises and shines yeah. again against a sorry Rams offense. Yeah, they got really conservative in that situation. Okay. So all of a sudden, the Buccaneers get the ball back. It's 44 seconds left. You're 60 yards away, and he goes six plays. And the first one you already mentioned, so let's see the throw to Otten because what? this is the tone setter. Yes. Without this one, Still, nothing happens. What? And Brady sits and fires. I'm trying to what? I I don't know, because this is the one where I said, "Uh uh-oh, there's hope. Yes. Uh Uh-oh, I've seen this act before many times. And Otten also made a good grab of the ball because he's got a slide for it. Well, you got to keep – but but if you look at the other side, uh, uh, Godwin is open also. Okay, Kate Otten was wide open. And the GOAT stood in strong and did that little rock step and stepped into it and threw it with some mustard on it. And I said, whew, wait a second. All of a sudden, you can run down and spike it now because you're out of timeouts. Yes, yes. You can run down and spike it. And then here we go. Let's see what happened in the next. So so we're going to go five straight plays. Uh, first, now it'll be second and 10 at the Rams, 32. Let's see what happens. The first one goes to Fournette. It's just a four-yarder. 
He just says, okay, I'll take that and stop the clock. And then here he goes to your favorite plays. Little yeah. Scotty is 14 yards on. Oh, Kendrick, what are you doing? I don't, I don't know. Don't let him yards. out of bounds. J Ram, J Ram, let him go. No, go, wait. And then he fires one to Mike Evans, and Kendrick grabs him and, and just wraps him around the waist. And then that sets up this little call. Boom. And that is that. And it happened like lightning. It, it happened. Would you believe it happened in 35 seconds instead of the 44 that he had left? Because yes. there's still nine seconds left on the clock. Yes. Which shocked me. So back to your point, Brady is saying, wait a second, because obviously the Rams say, Scotty Miller can do only one thing. He can run past me and right. we ain't going to let him run past right. us. Brady's deep people before with the deep ball to Scotty Miller. Remember yes. just before halftime against the Raiders and then just before halftime up at Lambeau in the yeah, playoff right. game, right? Yes. And, and so both Kendrick and then J-Ram, they just lay back like, you can't run by us. Well, wait a second. Brady says, thank you very much. I'll take that, thank and you. I'll take that. Because the closer you let him get, the more opportunity, the more cracks he has to throw at the end zone. Yep. You, you, you have to understand, Brady just wants to get closer and closer. So now, Skip, now at, at worst-case scenario, let's just say 10 seconds, I'm going to get two to three cracks at throwing the ball into the end zone. Y'all talking about where we uh, – touchdown, bruh. You've got to keep him from closing the distance to your end zone. Yep. I just don't know what coverage. I don't know what Raheem called that would allow them to lag off and to let the guy to get out of bounds to stop the clock. At least, Skip, if you're going to let him catch the ball, you got to tackle him at the spot and yep. make time tick, 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 tick off the clock. But they would catch the ball, the guy spins out of bounds, and then everybody looking around like, what? That's what I'm saying, like, what? Okay. And then finally, we have a Mike Evans sighting on the pass interference, but he'd been a ghost for most of the second yeah. half. And all of a sudden they say, okay, we'll single him this time. Let's, let's go this direction. And Brady stands right up and fires it to Mike Evans on a little slant. Right. And Kendrick really has no choice but to just wrap him around the waist. Right. And he wrapped him too fast. And I thought it was a good call. I yeah. thought it was fair. And all of a sudden it's first and goal at the one. And I'm thinking, are they going to try to ram this in? Is no. Brady going to try to sneak this in? No, he no. just doesn't trust because you're what not they have get, up front. you're not going to get another chance. If, if you run this ball, you're not, you're, you're not getting another chance. Nope. You're not going to get another playoff because by the time they unpile everybody and guys are not moving, the defenders, they're not moving. So you're not going to get a playoff. So you know he's going to throw it. Okay. So he fakes it to the left of Fournette to try to draw some bodies to the left. Yes. And then if we could see the last play one more time, he just raises up and, and Otten deeks him and just leaks out to the right and he hits him Kendrick. right in stride on on Bourne again, right? Yep. Kendrick, you can't lose I mean, your on, leverage, uh, bro. Kendrick, uh, on Kendrick. That's yep. Kendrick, yeah. Yep. Don't Got lose it. your leverage. See, you spent all your time riding the guy down, the slot guy down, and now you've lost your leverage. Yep. We just saw that. Didn't we just see this with LSU and Alabama the other night, Skip? We did. I mean, basically it's the we same. Did. And by the way, Brady actually half rolled on that play. So he's actually using his, believe it or not, yeah. feet and legs to go a little half roll to hit him on the run, hit him right in the hands. And remember, he had to trust a rookie tight end yeah. in place of Gronk, in place of Cameron Brait to catch the ball and extend the ball. And he trusted him. And it was a bingo. Well, Skip, in that situation, I mean, you're, you're tight in the National Football League. If you can't catch that one, you probably don't need to be playing. So, and plus, he had threw him early. He, he was the play that got it started. That yep. 12, what, 23, 24-yard play that he got early in, uh, earlier on that drive, yep. that really gave them the courage. So now, Skip, you've gotten 24 yards. Now you, you really you come down, you clock the ball. And so we got 30 seconds left to do something. And so Brady knows, look, 
I can just be methodical. What they're going to do, they're going to probably lag off, so I, I'll be able to get the, get the throws that I want. I, I just, I'm surprised that, that that was the way that they chose to play this defense in that situation. All right. I've said this before. We're going to dive into this a little later in the show. Okay. But to me, Brady has proven so many times on so many big stages that he is the greatest clutch player I've ever seen in any sport, even beyond Jordan, because he's had so many opportunities. This is just me. You're not a fan. I'm a big fan. But I don't know Tom Brady, so I'm not close to him. There's no personal connection to Tom Brady. I, I just consider it a privilege to get to watch that guy do that at age 45 when he's clearly the GOAT. He's clearly an NFL treasure, whether you love or hate him off the field yeah, or even on the field, but it's just a treasure. I just sat back and I said, how many kids who are five years old right now got to watch that? And, and they can say when they're 95 years old, they'll be able to say, oh, I, I saw Tom Brady play when he was 45. Those same, you did? Those same five-year-old kids, yeah. they watched that one, and then they watched the night game, and they said that 15, okay. he's better than 12. Right. That's what they saw. Okay, except... 12 is still doing it at an extremely oh, high yeah, level yeah. at age that's the 45. Most that's the skill. It's not that he's doing it. It's do, he's doing it at a level still. And you, while though he might not be Tom Brady that we're used to five years ago, the mere fact that he's playing at that a, a level that's still very good, not his level, because you got to me- measure Tom by Tom. That's the only measuring stick that you do with great players. You don't measure them by that other great players. Nope. You measure them by what they've been measured by their entire careers. I agree. And just remember, in the end yesterday, his two leading receivers were 68 yards to Kate Otten and 53 yards to little Scotty Miller. Mm-hmm. That's all. That says it all about degree of difficulty and what he achieved against the defending Super Bowl champs who still have pride, who still had... I can't it, tell. Okay, but they had owned Brady in Tampa. Right. They have owned, what was that, th- they beat they him three, three in a row. Mm-hmm. Yep. And now he's one and three against them, and they are still afloat, barely atop the NFC South. Yeah, the Rams got some issues, and I'm not so sure that they're going to be able to figure this thing out this year. The, the offensive line, Skip, their offensive line is worse than yours. Evans, I, Skip, that left guard. Yeah, you talk about bad. your left guard. Yeah. Vita Vea had career day. Yeah. I'm trying to it. figure out, Skip, if you're the guy to alert the center when to snap the ball, how you get a procedure? You telling him when to snap the ball? How you jump? They did that. They pulled that <laughs> off. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you feel? Hey, look, they had. I mean, for what? 59 minutes and 51 for 59 minutes and 50 plus seconds. Rams, you you you, you should and like Sean McVay said, the defense played good enough. Well, it's your offense. You got skip. He got conservative. The last two times, Sean, that that's not Sean McVay. No. He got ultra ultra conservative. And then they ran that wide reverse to Cooper Cup, and I'm not what? sure what he was thinking on the second down yeah. play because he decided I'm going to slide in bounds. No, that, that, but you need to get a first down. Right. That's the uh, a situation, Skip. You might need to double up, put both hands on the ball, and try to plow forward because you have to realize that once you slide, you are a quarterback. They're going to bring you back to where you Which initiated the slide. Yep. And that was the play to me that gave them a glimmer of hope. Yes. All the Rams have to do is make one first down, it's the over. game's over. It's over. Yes. 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 And I, for one, the, thought the it Rams? was over. Nah, because I knew they were going to be conservative. Guys, so are the Packers. We're oh, going to get to over. all that in just a second. <laughs> hey, Shannon, over. bonus points for bringing up LSU Bama, by the way. What? Points with me. 
They got robbed. All right, still to come this morning. Rob, that's called skill and talent. Execution in the clutch. Mm. Speaking of execution in the clutch, Patrick Mahomes now the yeah. MVP front runner after last night's win. And hey, Skip, will your Cowboys put an end to the Packers season this Sunday? Yes. yes. Skip and Shannon dive in when we come back. When it comes to travel, we all know that feeling of wanting to escape to our happy place, whether it's hitting the beach, the ski slopes, or just kicking it with your crew in a tropical paradise. And Priceline wants you to get there and be very happy with a happy price. So you never have to miss a trip. Let me tell you, Priceline has got your back to make it all happen. My happy place is Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. Picture this, crystal clear waters, golden sands, and sun shining down on you like it's your personal spotlight. That's right. Cabo is my ultimate happy place. And you know what makes it even better? Priceline's VIP family feature. You heard it from me. That's right. VIP treatment for you and your squad. Imagine being with your crew, soaking up the sun and living your best life. And while scoring deals up to five times faster, it's like scoring a game-winning touchdown on vacation. Now, who am I taking with me to Cabo? To that epic trip, that adventure, my boys, my ride or dies, my crew, ones who've been there through thick and thin from the beginning to the end. I'm not taking any kids, no kids, just me and the boys living it up. So what are you waiting for? Download the Priceline app today and save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your favorite happy price with Priceline. Make some memories that'll last a lifetime. Cabo ain't ready for me. Or us, but we're ready for Cabo. Thanks to Priceline, the real MVP of travel. Busy night for Patrick Mahomes. He threw for 446 yards and a passing touchdown. Plus, he had 63 rushing yards and a touchdown of his own. That allowed him to pull out a 2017 win for the Chiefs in OT against the Titans last night. Mahomes' touchdown on the ground came at the end of regulation followed by the Chiefs going for two points to tie the game and send it to overtime. Shannon, should Mahomes be the MVP favorite now? I think so. I think he's bought it himself, especially Skip. Uh, you know, uh, nationally televised games, they carry a little bit more weight because all everybody's watching it. A lot of times these voters, Skip, they, they're watching other games. They'll beat writers for around the league with other teams. and I will buy that. <laughs> they're watching and, other... and I co-sign strongly <laughs> on what you just said because they don't have any idea half they'll, the time. They'll have, and sometimes, Skip, you see a guy, oh, he threw for 400. I wonder what he did. But then you watch how he threw, and then you watch it was his legs. On a third and 17, Skip, yeah. he scrambles and gets 20. On a third and nine, he scrambles and gets 13 for a touchdown. On the two-point conversion, he scrambles again. Yep. He was their leading rusher, Skip. He had 63 yards rushing, 34 of which came in uh, the regulation and, and right at overtime. Yeah, He was – let that sink in. He had 50 more yards than their three running backs, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, Jerry McKenna, and, Pac uh, and Pacheco. They had 12 carries for 14 yards. That's what, he, that's what he did. You talk about a running game? You talk about the lack, Tom lack of running game? Mm -hmm. Matthew Stafford lack of running game? Can I interest you in 12 carries for, four, uh, uh, for 14 yards? And – he was getting constantly harassed all night long. He was. And he found a way to somehow win a game that they probably shouldn't have won. They did a great job. They understood the task at hand. Man, we got to keep that big thing, that big bulldoze off the field, Skip. Because, man, he gets ahead of steam. He starts to run it. 
But then in the second half, they completely shut it down. They made Willis become a participant mm -hmm. and not a bystander. Yeah. And he couldn't get it done. 22 yards in the second half in overtime, Skip. But I thought 446 passing yards, that's the third highest of his career. Skip, I did not know he, at the time that he had thrown the ball 68 times. He needed three more to break the record. Bledsoe threw the most in, over, in, in uh, regulation overtime yep. with 70 and 94 against the Dolphins. I think that was opening day, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. It was a mud bowl. It was, it was a disaster up there. Mm. I didn't know he threw it that much, Skip. I really didn't. I thought I knew he had thrown it. I said he probably thrown it about 55, 57 times. Yep. But I look up, and he got 68 pass attempts, and they needed it all. 446, 63 rush yards, a rush touchdown pass. He was, he was sensational, Skip. There's no other way around it. He was sensational last night. And I do believe because Josh McDaniel on the national stage, he laid an egg, Skip. He threw two horrible interceptions. And I went back and I looked at it, and I still don't know what he saw I don't on those interceptions. I agree. And so uh, I got Mahomes. I got uh, Jalen Hurts. But, Skip, I got it. We're going to have to start putting in the MVP conversation. Tua. It's Tua. We're going to ask Skip. I, I get it. Or maybe it's Tyreek. Ty I think Tyreek. Tyreek gets 22, 2300 yards. Skip, he might win it because he's going to have a season. And just when we thought Cooper Cup, Skip, we said it was the greatest regular season and postseason we had ever seen. But if Tyreek continues to pace, Skip, he has a, he's over 1,100 yards. Yeah. He was on pace to get over 2,200 receiving yards. That's crazy. But I do think it's Patrick Mahomes, Jalen Hurts, Tua. If I'm not, I'm going to put, I'm going to go in and throw Tyreek in there. Tyreek need to get some MVP discussion. All but right. Patrick Mahomes was sensational last night. <sighs> to your first point, quick aside. Back in my days when I covered the Cowboys, where I went to every game home and road. Right. To your point. I was fixated on my team that I covered. And I started doing in 1992 a show on ESPN that required me to go to Bristol, Connecticut every Monday right. for the whole season right. called Prime Monday with Mitch Album and Mike Wilbon. Right. And the point was I would get there on Monday thinking, I, I, I don't even know what happened. <laughs> like, like, seriously, you I don't. saw some highlights, but the highlights in 92 weren't that great. No. And they aren't like now right. where you can just call up all kinds of highlights. So to your point, I felt out to sea when I arrived in Bristol on Monday because I wasn't sure what had happened unless they wanted to talk about my Cowboys, which we usually wanted to talk about. Right. So, or the team that was playing your Cowboys. That you were there because you could see it. That is correct. Okay. Now, back to Patrick Mahomes. Let's do, let's repeat our question we had on number one. Scale of one to ten, how impressed was I with, not Tom Brady, but with Patrick Mahomes last night? You went a four on your scale on Brady. Yeah. I'm going to go all the way up to only a three. That's all <laughs> I was impressed with on Patrick Mahomes last night. Look at the numbers on this game. Patrick Mahomes had the ball for 91 plays to a grand total of 48 from Malik Willis, the kid who had to start for the Tennessee Titans. Right. Think about that. 91 plays to 48 plays. Think about time of possession. It was 41 minutes for Patrick Mahomes to a grand total of 26 minutes for Malik Willis, which is Malik's fault in large part right. because he just couldn't convert a third down. Right. They went one for 11 on third down. Then they had the late fourth down, so that was 0 for 1. But just, just think about this. One for 11 yeah. on third down. And the receiver didn't have a receiver catch a pass. Not, not, a, not one catch by a wide receiver. Not one. And he, he completed five balls for a grand total of 80 yards. And by the way. 48 on the first play. He did. And, and he threw three or four pretty good balls 
about three of those four weren't caught, and they had a chance to Conley. be caught. Yep. Conley must have thought he had a, ba a basket or something, and the ball he was trying to throw to the uh, basket. Because the ball went right through his arms. Uh, he can't throw Malik okay. Willis cannot throw a better pass than that one. Okay, but in the biggest picture, this is the truth about that game. If Ryan Tannehill had been able to play last night, the Titans are going to win that game because he's going to give them enough offense to hold on to the football and score a, a few points here and there that's going to make it impossible for Patrick to be able to come back mm -hmm. because the Titans' defense in the big picture played well enough to win oh, that yeah. game because they did a number on Patrick Mahomes even in the passing game. Right, right. It was a long slog for Patrick Mahomes, but he had so many opportunities. But in the end, as you pointed out, they finally said, well, we can't throw it. Maybe we should try to run it. And Patrick takes <laughs> off. And if we can see the play, it's third and 17 yeah, at their 31. That was the play this is This is the play of the game. It's seven minutes left. Third and 17. And, and Patrick just says, okay, I got it. If, if none of our backs can get free, I'll do this. He and loves, I'll do he this. loves running against he the Titans, huh? Doesn't he? Yeah, this is another one of those. And I'll keep going and I'll keep going. If you let me go, I'll keep going all the way there. And he yep, gets but watch Simmons. Yards. Watch Simmons. Look at Simmons. Yep. Watch Simmons. Got him. That, that's, got him. Now I'm talking about the other on the play, the red back. Yep. If Simmons, oh, this is the, the, yeah, this is the touchdown. touchdown and then the two points. This is the scramble here. Yep. This is from the one-yard line, and he just ran it in. So he finally just said, okay, I'll, I'll take this game into my own hands and feet. I'll, I'll just do it. But if we could see the first one, where's Simmons? Right there. Look at him. Went down. See him? See him? Yep. See? Yep. Now he turns it on. See? Yep. That. Okay. So what have we talked about, Patrick? He looks like he goes, he's, he's like 6'3", can we give him 240? Oh, he, he absolutely maybe, 240, maybe, maybe yeah, maybe 245, yeah, yeah, he's absolutely okay. 240. Somewhere underneath all that body armor is a former shortstop. Yes. And the shortstop will come out when you least yes. expect it. And it looks like he's lumbering, but trust me, when he hits top speed, <laughs> there's some speed there yeah. that actually is misleading speed because yes. you, you're going to underestimate it. You're going to underestimate, underestimate, and all of a sudden he's by you. Yes. And he's a little bit slippery. He's, he's just a little bit side-to-side -side slippery, mm -hmm. and he is highly capable of making those runs to the point that I believe – that Tennessee should have spied him a little bit more because they just think, well, he can't run. Right. He, he can't. He's not well, Lamar. Skip, skip, but you. But they should know firsthand. You remember in the championship game? It Do was I? a touchdown run that ignited and really got him back going again. Yeah, I kept showing you that play. It looked like they were playing flag football, like they were just grasping for his flag. Yeah. And there's something about the quarterbacks are so protected, you would say overprotected, yeah. that seeds have been planted in the deep recesses of the defensive players' minds when he's – He's broken the line of scrimmage and he's running. You, you can just see defenders like, Sh should I, should yeah. I really attack him or not? Should yeah, I you hit should him? because that's the first like, oh my goodness, he is not in the pocket. There is no protection around him. Oh, he ain't got his big brothers to protect okay, him. I'm gonna they, beat they, the brakes okay, off. Okay, but they still kind of kid glove him. <laughs> they they kind of tentatively go up and yeah. can I can I kind of drag you to the ground? Can right. I do something without getting 15 yards? And they don't seem to want to do anything, and they just <laughs> let him run and run. He converted third and 17. Third and 17. And it's, it's just a killer. Out of 39, that touchdown yeah, okay, skill was 39. We could, I don't know if we still have that to pull out, but it's third and nine on the – it's at the 14. Third and nine at the 14, he just says, okay, I'll do it. I'll just take it, and I'll run with it, and I'll run all the way. And it's another one of those, you're going to stop him? Somebody going to tackle him? This is this the, the first down. Somebody going to tackle him. Somebody going to tackle him. Somebody maybe he just ran through three. Oh, that's the, the that's the, the that's the third and seventeen. Okay, here we go again. This is the here we touchdown. go again. Here we go again. Somebody 
Somebody, no. Somebody, no. He put that Lamar on it. Yep. You see him put that Lamar stuff, stuff on it. He did. No, he's got that in him. <laughs> he's got that. That is part of his repertoire. It just, he doesn't look the part because he's, he looks like he's about twice the size of Lamar. I think the thing is, Skip, when you look at a quarterback and you figure that if he's not Lamar Kyler, he's not athletic. But these quarterbacks are more, are Justin Fields. Now, we yep. saw Justin Fields put L on the field. Lord have mercy. Can he run or not? <laughs> he he looks like a gliding run. He looks like Eric Dickerson to Man, me. Man, that 61-yarder, that I was very impressed. Whew. Get him some receivers and see where that, so that turns out. But, Skip, I think that sometimes you, you underestimate these quarterbacks because, like you said, they are protected. And they have on these big flat jackets and you don't look at them as athletes but you have to realize now most of these guys played other sports they played basketball they played baseball they did other things besides play quarterback yeah and so deep down under that guy that's all of a sudden is maybe not as athletic as he was there's still an athlete inside and they're waiting to show you every time they do something where they say well you know back in the day i was a running back or i did this or i played this position that is correct i got you <laughs> The problem with Tennessee's defense, it fought its ass off for they, so long. They definitely played well enough to get 91 yeah. plays to 48. That's so it's out there, it's out there, it's still out there. And finally, as the clock wound down in the fourth quarter, he's, he's also able to get away with running for 20 yards because they just look a little gassed. Of course. Like they have rushed him so hard all night long, and they have put heat on him yeah. play after play. And as you keep telling me about Micah Parsons, you got to give him a blow. you got to <laughs> give him a break. Yeah, right? you play 90 plays. Skip, you play 90 plays as a defensive guy, that's a hell of a lot of plays. That's probably 30 plays more, 25 to 30 plays more than you normally play in a game. Okay. So I think last night was in the big picture misleading because – Malik is not ready for prime time, not that prime time against that team in right. that stadium because down the stretch of the fourth quarter, I know he, he, it's been just battered into his brain. Don't throw it to them. Right. Don't throw it to if, – if you don't have it, throw it away. Right. But there comes a point in a game like that that is teeter-totter you just you got to cut it loose right. every once in a while. He just wouldn't cut it loose. Yeah, I'm I, not I, going to. Skip, I thought when they got that interception when the ball carried him off of Kelsey's hands, maybe that was an opportunity on first down to let him throw the ball. But they was like, basically, we're in field goal range. Let's run Derrick Henry, Derrick Henry, and then we take the field goal. But at some point in time, Skip, you got to let him try something. Yeah, I agree. And so in the end, I'm standing with Jalen Hurts. Only because of that one number. I can't do the rest of the stats, but there's just one number that leaps eight, off the no. page, and it's eight and zero. Eight and zero. And they have to, you've, you've already said they got to deal with the Titans. So does my team. My team has to go to the Titans, and right? And they got to face the Bears, too, okay. with, that, with, that, right. with that quarterback. Okay. okay, you mean that Philly, Philly does. Eagles, yeah. I, I, I got it. I think they can handle them. But the point is, Jalen Hurts has changed the culture mm -hmm. in Philadelphia. And it, it, it's not that Patrick and Andy Reid haven't, but that's done. That's that's already they're, yeah. they're just already feeding off the culture, yeah. right? Yeah. That they won the game because of of a long running culture uh -huh. last night in Kansas City, but Jalen Hurts has installed a whole new belief system to me in Philadelphia that makes him the MVP at this point because. For the record, Patrick lost at Indianapolis, and it still just sticks out there, and he made one late bad throw that mm -hmm. cost them that game. Josh Allen, I've told you from the start, I can't quite get completely sold. I have nothing but respect. But in the end, if we're talking about are you that guy or just this guy, I'm not sure. And to your point, he threw two bad picks. I mean, they were horrible. And, and listen, the the kid for the Jets didn't play that well. No. Right? Wilson. You know, he he didn't, but but the Jets are legit on defense, defense, and they got after him. The corner? Yeah. Skip, well, a couple of weeks ago, I was in Denver. 
I wish people had an opportunity to be up close to Sauce Gardner. Skip, he's the biggest corner I've ever, he's legit, yeah. six foot four. Skip, he's ginormous. And I'm talking about with long I'm like, bro, is this middle of this big man arm like whip for I, days? I don't see that on TV. Skip, he's yeah. huge. Okay. He skip, he's huge. Well, he changed the way Cincinnati played college football. He he was the reason they were what they were. And if he gets his hands on you. Just go ahead and stop the route and get okay. ready to run well, something up the next play. That's who they are. And, by the way, they're only a half game out in a jammed-up AFC East. But, Skip, it's going to be hard. Patrick Mahomes throws for 55, 5,600 yards with 48, 50 touchdowns. Yep. That's going to be hard to overcome. It will unless that number, that 8-no, <laughs> keeps going and o and o and o I don't think they're going to end up undefeated. Uh -huh. I, think they lose, I think they lose one to two games. One for sure, two possibly. They are going to lose on Christmas Eve because I'm getting an early no, no, Christmas present. No, 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 no. You, you see, what you try to do is manifest that. You keep trying to put it out there in the air. That's it's what you're going doing. to be. I, I got it. <laughs> Who said? We are going to get even with them, and we're also going to get even this coming Sunday with Aaron Rodgers. Oh. For all the, the pain he has inflicted upon us, we are going to inflict all of it back on him this Sunday. You haven't forgot about the catch that wasn't the catch. No, no, no. You haven't forgot about that 2016 well, we, that playoff. Here we go. So you want to you are ready for this game, huh? weekend. I am. I'm ready. <laughs> Guys, quick note on Patrick Mahomes. He does have the most touchdowns in the NFL right now on this season, and he does have the second-highest QB rating. All mm. right, Skip, on to your Cowboys. They're coming off their bye week and taking on Aaron Rodgers and the three and six Packers this Sunday, as Skip mentioned. The Packers lost to the Lions 15 to 9 yesterday. How many of y'all got that one right in your pool? Here's what Rodgers had to say after that loss. Been counted out many times in uh, my life, as have many of my teammates. And I hope we just dig deep and find a way. We will truly be underdogs for many games moving forward. Hopefully we can embrace that. We have two games at home. We gotta go win those two games in a week. And then this thing looks a little different. At least in the past, Rodgers has dominated Dallas with a record of seven and two as a starter, including the postseason where he's two and zero. However, Shannon, will mm. the Cowboys effectively end Aaron Rodgers in the Packers season? This Sunday, what do you think? Yeah, this has been over. I tell you, another team has been dominated. The Detroit Lions. How'd that work out for Detroit is terrible on defense. They're the worst defense in football. Give them the most points, most yards in all the football. True. Aaron Rodgers got nine points yesterday. The here's the thing that I got a problem with, Skip. Aaron Rodgers has been lying to us. Mm. For eight, nine weeks, he's been telling it's the receivers. They can't hold on to the ball. They running the wrong routes. They too short, they too far, and they're not on the same page as I am. Yep. Offensive line, yada, yada, yada. I ain't hear him mention nothing about yesterday's performance. Mm. Now, what uh, uh, Matt LaFleur needs to do, if these guys keep blowing assignments, keep turning the ball over like this, they might need to cut their reps. I heard a quarterback say that. These guys keep making mistakes, cut their reps. Who was that on? Yesterday, Skip, first interception, Detroit's five-yard line. At worst-case scenario, we're going to get three. Second one at Detroit one-yard line. Worst-case scenario, Skip, we're going to get three. Yep. The interception at Detroit's 22-yard line. Worst-case scenario, we're going to get three. That's nine points we know for sure Aaron Rodgers took off the board. Now, I'm going to need QAnon Rodgers to own some of this responsibility. And don't talk about we've been counted out. I want to talk about your play. Like every time you guys lose, you talk about the receivers. You throw them on the, under the bus, you get in the bus, run over them, and then put it in reverse and run over them again. Yep. You ain't mentioned nothing about that play. You ain't mentioned anything about his play yesterday. 
Green Bay going to beat the brakes off them. Because if you couldn't get away from Detroit and their defense, yep. they're dead last in points allowed, dead last in yards allowed. They they're are. 30th in forced turnovers. Correct. And if you didn't know, but you thought they were the 85 Bears yesterday, the way they were getting after Aaron Rodgers and the way he was turning it over. Man. Michael, that. Who? Mm. How, how many? Michael Barson. Yeah, Michael Barson. Look at this chop. 11 from heaven. He look at this My oh, Micah. He, you know what Michael Parson did? He watched that game between uh, uh, New England. And who did they play, Skip? Who did the Patriots play yesterday? Um, and they had like, like Indy, like, Indy, Indy, Indy. Yeah, yeah. And they got nine sacks. Yep. He's like, I got to keep up with Judon. Uh, man, Judon got 11 and a half sacks, Judon man. I can't let that man get too far out of yep. me. So let me go get me three and a half. Let me go get me three and a half and be right there with him. Man, the Cowboys going to beat the brakes off there. Mm. I give you 14. Give me, I, you couldn't give me enough points to take Green Bay. I'm not betting against my team. You could, you could give me 17. Yeah, I give you 17. No. Good. That's why I am booking it that finally, <laughs> finally, finally, we are going to wreak revenge on Aaron Rodgers. He has not only owned us, he has humiliated us again and again and again. And I will point out that 7-2 and two record that, that Jen talked about against my Cowboys, the, the one loss that came first was the first year he started, he started in 08, and it was his third game starting against Tony Romo, and it was up there, but, but they weren't ready to do that. No. And the Cowboys rushed for 217 yards, so I don't blame that on Aaron, but it was 27-16, to 16, Dallas at Green Bay. Right. And then you know and I know the only other time we got them is when they didn't see – Dak and Zeke coming because they were just raw rookies and they go up there. That was the day I said, wait a second, I might have something here because I got a fourth rounder starting, a fourth round rookie starting for Tony Romo. Right. And Zeke was already announcing himself to the NFL Correct. world just the way he did to the college football world. And as you recall, they went up there and just dominated the they Packers. Did. But Aaron had, he was a little gimpy on his calf pull, so he couldn't really move, so they said. But that's all I got. Then seven other times, it was complete humiliation because there was the Dez caught it game, and he did catch it. You know and I know he caught it, but but Aaron got away with it. And Mike McCarthy, of all, please drop the mic, Mike. Ah! He was the one who challenged the play after the referee raised his hands it for a touchdown. Fell out right? I don't know if he really challenged. It actually did, accidentally okay. fell out of his pocket. Okay, well, it, I don't know what happened, but he got away with challenging, and they, somebody, they, they overturned it. And I lost a game that I believe I would have won if you would have given Dez that touchdown. There's still some time left, but I just believe Aaron was still a little limpy-gimpy. Right. And then the year that we won up there, he came right back to Jerry World and just jumps all over us, and we roar back, and we got it to whatever it was, 30-all. Y'all got it to 31-31, 31-31, right? yep. And he pulled off the play of plays on a roll <laughs> left and then throws it up the sideline. And I, I'm like, he went what to are Jared. we doing? He went to Jared Cook. <laughs> and we're in some weird prevent where we got three of our DBs all the way back on the 20-yard line. And you know the rest of the story. Two intergalactic field goals by Mason Crossbar <laughs> cost us a playoff game that we – remember, we were the one seed in the in the NFC. Yes, we yes. We were 13-3. And we had home field. Yep. And I believe we would have gone on to Atlanta and won that game. And Super Bowl here, we would have come, right? Yeah. Okay. So the point is, it is time to close the books on Aaron Rodgers. Now, to your points about yesterday, if, if we could see just how bad this got, if we could see the first interception, he, he throws it off the linebacker's helmet. I have no idea where this ball yeah. was going, but that Derek Barnes, 31, I believe he is, 
or no, he's not 31, 51, and he hits him right in the helmet. I don't know what he's doing. It's too Lazard, but it's such a bad throw that he he just bounces it right off his helmet. Yeah, it's I mean, horrendous. You you can't over the middle. You can't throw the ball at that level because either <laughs> well, he's going to hit a guy in the head yeah. or a guy going to get his hands up. Well, what are you doing? And and at that point, you're first and goal at the five. When you did that, okay. first and goal at the five. Okay. Well, you didn't just cost three. You you cost seven okay. on that yeah, one, so right? That. Okay. okay, and then the next one. This, this is the play that he called. He suggested it and said, I want to run this play. It's, it's to his best buddy on the team, to yeah. Bakhtiari. It's a tackle eligible. He reports as eligible into the game. And I don't know where Aaron's throwing the football because it looked like Aiden Hutchinson was his primary on this play. He throws it back. I, I don't know. I, I don't know what it, it – it's five yards underthrown, Right. What, what are you doing, Aaron? What, he, what, he, what he's trying to do, he's trying to throw it blind. No, he well, said the guy's going to come. Yeah. Okay. But, but see, the problem was, Skip, Bakhtiari did too good of a job blocking him. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> see what he but, does? He blocking it. No. It's, it's not even in the ballpark. No. It's not even in the ballpark. And that was that was fourth, fourth and goal, goal at the one. Right. Okay, so uh, whatever, you know, look, come on. You, you're, you should have run all over this team. You yes. should have run away with this game. All right, then here's another play. This is a deep ball to that Toure kid who's pretty good, and he yeah. can run past people, and it's just – Underthrown and and the little safety who had a great day is just all over it because he just didn't get it there. It's just not there. And thirty one yeah. who, who got him before, uh, got he'll get him with the the interception again. He had two picks. It's just not there. It's not Aaron Rodgers. If he throws that three more yards, it's, yeah. it's, it's he, he's gone, right? Yes. Yeah. Oh easy yeah. Touchdown. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Kirby Joseph is thirty one, and then here here comes Kirby again. And th- this this ball's thrown. Di- this is thrown down toward the goal line. If we can see the yeah. last interception. Yeah, the ball's going to do twenty-two. Yeah, skip. Yeah. Okay. And I don't know. Bro, I don't, you late? I mean, I come on, know. bro, you late? Okay. Yeah, you're just late, and it's covered. It's just covered. It's just. It's- First of all, there's a whole safety there. Yeah, it's Tatanian at the goal line. Skip, yep. look at what safety. Yeah, I got it. What? Yeah. Where? I don't know. So what I'm seeing is, as I've told you. Aaron has the worst footwork I've ever seen of any yeah. quarterback ever, but he gets away with it because of the classic arm talent. Yes. You've called him a transcendent thrower of the football, the greatest thrower of the football we've ever seen. Yes. But all of a sudden, his nonchalance turns into just supreme carelessness because he's trying to be too cool nonchalant with my throws, little stutter step, I'll just throw it with my arm, I'll sidearm it, I'll do whatever. Right. And, and it's turning into just pure carelessness because it's getting you beaten by the worst defense in pro football. And because your offense is not good enough to overcome that, and that's what you have to understand, Skip, is that when I don't have an offense that's good enough to overcome my mistakes, I have to be very, very cautious with the football. Now, that's a very extremely difficult way to play football, but knowing, man, I don't have Devontae. I don't have a Jordy. I don't have Greg James. I don't have Driver. I don't have James Jones. Skip, I don't have all these weapons yep. that I can overcome these mistakes. Yep. Now your defense is getting back. They're, they're put being on the field a little bit more. Rashawn Gary goes down. It looked like it might be serious. He's probably their best, one of their best, two or three best players on that side of the football. So now it makes your job even more difficult. Their next three games, Cowboys. Titans, Eagles. And, and remember, Titans come right on Thursday. So, so it's a short turnaround. You got Cowboys Sunday, Titans Thursday. And, and at you, home, at home. But all three of these guys, all three of these teams, top 10 in defensive scoring. Okay. All three of these teams can get. We saw the Titans get after uh, Patrick Mahomes. Did we? We know the Cowboys can we get know. after you. And the Eagles can get after your quarterback. They can. 
All right, so last night it was reported that these four players left the locker room in either boots or on crutches. It's Dobbs, the kid. I, right. We both like him a lot. Yeah. And he turned his ankle early in the game, Romeo Dobbs did, and then Eric Stokes, their cornerback. Yeah. Not their best cornerback, but a starting cornerback. Yeah. He left in a boot with some kind of foot injury. Uh -huh. And then Rashawn Gary left on crutches. And then Aaron Jones, that I would say yeah. he, he's the more valuable Aaron to me. He left with a boot on his ankle, and I don't even know when it happened, but he went out of the game. So you got four players who possibly won't play against Dallas. What 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 they give to a broken man? Because that's what Aaron Rodgers is currently. He needed two boots and crutches. Yeah, because he's a broken man right now. Yep, I, I would agree. And by the way, speaking of that, our man Lil Wayne tweeted last <laughs> night after the game, RIP to the season. He is he hurt. He, he, he devastated. He, he, he bleeds green and gold. He's devastated. He, he's been a Packer fan since he was five years old. And he said, we should have gotten rid of 12 before the season. Well, I'm with him on that. And by the way, we're going to have him on. Right. He was in Las Vegas where he played on Saturday night. But he's flying back and he's going to jump on with us at about 1130 Eastern time right. to go deeper into this. How, how I, Skip, I didn't think it was real because I know how, how much he loves the Packers. So when I saw that tweet, I was like, man, wait, I say, man, my nephew ain't say nothing like that. And then I looked, I saw the blue check. I was like, he did say that. He did say that. And he wants to speak about it. He wants <laughs> to unload about it when he joins us. But I understand his point because, to me, it's gotten to the point, it almost looks like Aaron is rebelling against a management that he believes is trying to sabotage him by not getting him any help right. at receiver, right. even though Romeo Dobbs is way better than the one we drafted, right. that Jalen Tolbert. Yeah. And he, he was the fourth round, and Lars was the third round. Right. I just skip. I believe he hasn't forgiven them for taking that quarterback. Yep, that's still a source. That's a source of contention for him. He said because you could have given me a receiver, you could have given me someone that can help. You tell me we get any guy to do scout team. Yep. So basically, he's relegated the scout team. Yep. And so, how does that help me? How does that help me right now? My window is right now. You talk about the future. I ain't going to be in the future. Yep. I'm and, trying to win games And now. then at the trade deadline, it was reported they were in on Claypool, and they were, I think they were in Darren on Waller. And, and Waller. And I think they dabbled in the Brandon Cooks thing. But the point was those two were reported as right. Waller and especially Claypool, right. and obviously neither happened. Right. So yesterday, he just looked like give up Aaron to right. me. He yeah. looks like, okay, you're going you're gonna to put me in this position, then I'll, I'll just rub your nose in it. That's how it looked like Skill. to me. I, these teams watch the other teams. I see you desperate. You call me up asking for one of my players. I'm going to try to rake you across the coals. And that's what they tried to do. They tried to rake across the coals with Claypool because I'm reading reports that said they didn't have enough compensation for Waller. Because the Raiders know, man, y'all in worse situation. Hey, let me see my season going down the tube too. Let me see if I can get a, a couple of high draft picks yep. from you guys. Agreed. Green Bay said, nah, we, we good. Aaron going to be even ticked. He's going to be ticked off either way. But I need him to say, now I need him tomorrow to go on, uh, 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 what, he goes on, what's, what's that guy, the punter, the punter? Yeah. He goes McAfee. on that show. Yeah, McAfee yep. show. Mm -hmm. And talk about how he played. We will Don't see. mention anything about no receivers. I want you to mention about them three picks. That was no one's fault but your own. Got it. it. Wasn't nobody ran no wrong route. Ain't nope. nobody bobbing no ball. No. Nope. I need to hear you own that. Agreed. And my team is now a five-point favorite next Sunday on the frozen tundra, and I believe my team will win by more than five Oh, y'all win by. I'll give y'all 14. Okay, good. Maybe more. I'll take it. Maybe more. Maybe Jordan that, Love, you're going to see Jordan Love. Okay, good. That effectively will be the end of Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay. Thank you very much. Oh, you see, you see my first cousin, though, right? 
Okay, Fort Kirk up there in D.C., they didn't want him. I bet they would They would give $100 million to get Ken Fort Kirk right now mm. compared to what they had since they let him go. He will ultimately disappoint nah, 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 nah. you. He yes, goes, he will. He got something for you in a couple of weeks. Hold on. He got something for you in a couple of weeks. We beat him with both of our backup quarterbacks the last two week, uh, you, two uh, years. But what y'all do with y'all starting quarterback? What'd he do to Dak? Huh? What'd he do to Dak? Well, Dak owned him. No, Dak ain't owned him. He was in Washington. He did. No, 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 no. no, no, no. I'm talking about we need Minnesota. Oh, oh. I don't care. Join Jeff. I'm going to enjoy this weekend's <laughs> matchup between the Cowboys and the Packers before I jump ahead. That game, 425 Eastern on the NFL on Fox. Mm. All right, guys, we got to move on to the NBA and get your opinion on <sighs> who's actually at fault for the Lakers. Well, we'll struggles. talk about them. You Only ready for this answer. one, Shannon? Ooh. <laughs> That's next when Undisputed returns. <laughs> This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp because your mental well-being matters. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Unlock the power of therapy with BetterHelp and witness the transformative benefits it brings to your life, from gaining valuable insights into your thought patterns to building resilience in the face of challenges. Therapy empowers you to navigate life's twists with confidence. BetterHelp offers a convenient online platform. It's designed to be flexible, fitting seamlessly into your schedule. With a simple questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at no extra cost. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash UndisputedPod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash UndisputedPod. Your mental health journey begins here. Trouble in La La Land? The Lakers lost back-to-back games Friday and Sunday to the Jazz and then the Cavs. They're 2-7 and seven on the season now. The good news for Shannon, Russ finally meshing well by coming off the bench. However, LeBron is shooting a career-worst 21% from three-point range. And Anthony Davis? He only attempted two shots in the second half of the Lakers' loss yesterday. All right, Shannon, take us inside. Who is the most to blame here? If I look, there's no blame to go around. This is a poorly constructed team. The team isn't very good. So if you want to say Rob Palenka for putting this mess together, you can say AD didn't play well in the second half. LeBron hadn't played really well all year. Jay ain't talking about he's shooting a career worse from two, three. He's shooting a career low uh, uh, worse from the, from the field. If something is wrong with LeBron, Skip, it has to be. There's Wrong no, as in? Skip, there's no way that any shot that you take outside of 15 feet, you airball it. <laughs> Skip, he's airballing shots. He is. Everything is hitting the front of the rim or it's an airball. Wrong ball. physically, wrong psychologically. I think, I think physically. 
Uh, he just doesn't have the lift isn't there. Skip, how many layups have we seen LeBron miss in the last? The last? Just too many. Exactly. It's so, not what he does. That's not what he does. But but he can still manage by just driving the basketball. Yeah. He puts up decent numbers, yeah, and he had decent numbers yesterday. What, what do you have? Twenty-seven. Yeah. What? Twenty-seven, mm -hmm. seven, and four. Yep. So, mm -hmm. but 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 Skip, the thing is, is that when you when when you're a bad, poorly constructed team. You're 27, you're 30, you're 32, 35 points. They hit differently. They're not as impactful. They have no bearing, no meaning on the outcome of the ball game. And so we look at what the Lakers did. They scored 36 points in the second half. Mm -hmm. They had 36 points in the first quarter. And then you get 36 points the entire the, the entire second half. And you lose 56 to 36 in the second half at home? At home. <laughs> now, Cleveland's good. Those three guards, Mitchell, Garland, and LeBert. Oh, they're going to be a problem now in the East, Skip. They, they, they can go get it. Yep. They got two guys that can go get buckets at a drop of a hat. Mm -hmm. And we know Carlos LeVert can get hot. We remember him last year in Indy when he did that number on, on, on the Lakers last year. He did. But, Skip, there's another. I mean, this, in the second half, the starters. I mean, none. Austin combined to go 0 for 8 for 3. Uh, Troy Brown had 4 points. AD has 2 points. Lonnie Walker had 2 points. Kendrick Nunn had 0 points in the second half. Mm. Skip, you can't win like that. This no. is a poorly constructed basketball team. They don't do anything. I'm just trying to figure out, Skip, somebody in basketball that's been playing basketball, studying the game of basketball a lot longer than me. <sighs> Tell me what the Lakers do well. They don't shoot it. They don't rebound it particularly well. Now, all of a sudden, they start playing defense. At least, Skip, they could keep the, they could keep the games close somewhat yep. when you play defense. Now, they don't play defense. They don't shoot from the mid-range well. They don't shoot from the three well. Nope. The free throw percentage is awful. So, I'm just trying to figure out what does this team do well. So I don't, I, I don't know, I don't know. Can I? I can't just put the blame on one person. Everybody, if you, if you so associated with the Lakers, you're at fault. From Laker, from LeBron, AD, Russ, uh, uh, the only person I'll put no blame to is Darvin Ham, because they gave him all these ingredients and and, and 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 all these terrible recipes, and they expect him to make gourmet meals with it, and he just can't. Mm. Okay, my turn. I was stunned by what I saw yesterday because I didn't expect that. At least on Friday night, they were competitive with the Utah team that's way, way, way better than I thought it was going to be because Laurie Markkinen can flat out score it. Yeah. And he's 6'11", and he can shoot it from everywhere. And he's got some Luka going, except he's a better outside shooter than Luka. Yes. But the point is... They're they're too good for their own good. I thought they were going to be in the sweepstakes, and they're not. And with Miyama. Yep. So here we go. All right. So in the end, to me, when I look at what happened in the second half, because LeBron is by far the best player on the team, it still falls back on his shoulders. And I agree with you. Something is amiss, like strongly, badly amiss, because he doesn't look right but he can still play bully ball with the best of them, right. with the best. When he just decides to drive it, even though he doesn't get the calls because I still don't think they respect him enough from the free throw line, and you can say that's just wrong. Well, that's just the way life gets lived in the NBA. Mm -hmm. You have to earn your free throws because, by making your free throws because it's subliminal and psychological to the referees, and they just don't respect LeBron because he only went to the foul line three times yesterday, and he missed all three Over. of them. Okay, And look at the free throws for the game. This is all you need to know about what happened. 
Would you believe that the visiting team shot 36 and made 32 and the home team shot only 21 and made only 12? You got outscored by 20 points from the free throw line. That is blatant and utter, uh, utter disrespect. The referees are just saying, you guys don't want this. You're not attacking. Right. You're not playing aggressively. You, you're, you don't play with physicality. We don't put you on the free throw it's line. Good. That's what happened in the first quarter while the Lakers was hitting all their shots. They were coming out on the other end and fouling Garland. They were fouling Donovan Mitchell. And so while you're getting two on the other end, although those free throws is not as spectacular are the layups or the dunks that the Lakers were getting on one end, you're still getting two points. You're still getting two points. And so as well as they played in the first quarter, guess what the score is, Skip? Yep. 36-30. Okay. So in the end, it's up to LeBron to carry a load he can no longer carry for whatever reason. Maybe he's not right physically. Maybe he's not into it psychologically. Maybe he's watching what's transpiring around him, and he's starting to go Aaron Rodgers, and I compare those two a lot. But maybe he's starting to look around like Aaron does and say, well, you didn't give me any help, so I guess I'll just rub your nose in it because I, I won't try very hard at Detroit against the worst defense. LeBron doesn't look into it. I've seen spurts of it this year, but, right. but they're two and seven. And yesterday, for whatever reason, it's an early start. He was not into the basketball. Skip, but I, I mean, LeBron shouldn't be the best player. That's what, I thought that was supposed to be Anthony Davis. Okay, well, in the fourth quarter, Anthony registered one little stat. He got one rebound in seven and a half minutes of the fourth quarter. That's all he got. Across the board is zero, zero, zero. Didn't take a shot. Didn't and, score a point. And we, and we think that's okay? Uh, okay, well, I, I'm just telling you, that that's what you're – but he needs to be inspired by LeBron. LeBron's still the leader of the, the team. In the second half, LeBron had one assist. Two years ago, he led the league in assists because he's still highly capable. Skip, what he does is orchestrate and drive the basketball. That's what he does best, and he's not doing either right now. But it's just like, Skip, the, the passes, he's been making some great skip passes. Hit, hit Russ with a couple, and nothing. No, okay. the, sh the shots. All right, so to Russ. I admired Darvin Ham for deciding finally and, and laying down the law, you will come off the bench. But here's my point about Russell Westbrook. You can call him Russell West Bench, all you want to call him. You can put a Halloween costume on him and say he's your sixth man, a sixth man of the year candidate. He's still Russell West Brick. No matter what Halloween costume you put on him, deep down, when the stats are the stats, at the end of the night, you say, wait a second. He had seven turnovers seven. yesterday. Seven? I think in honor of that, Man, we need a Russell on, Westbrook <laughs> blooper reel today, and I think we need some clown music to go underneath this. Here we go. Russ, these are his seven turnovers. What, what is that? Leave your feet with nowhere to go, no idea, no, no worst hands in basketball. Lord have mercy. I, I don't know what that was. Russ, <laughs> that's just bad hands. That's a dunk. Russ. What was that? Who's going to catch that pass? Seriously, Russ, come on, have a clue. He walks. He just, he lost. Okay, and that's just, that's a bad idea. In church league, you get yanked for that. In church league. Okay, what, what, LeBron's out there. I just think he's watching this saying, what am I doing? Where am I? Skip, Who am I? Yeah, but you, but you can see the energy does change when Russ comes into the ball game. Okay, but it but can also just, be negative energy when you do that. Yeah, right. Yeah, but it's just hard to just overcome the sure volume of turnovers. It's just hard. I, mean, I think I, it's hard. It's debilitating psychologically, right? It is, man. Okay, and now LeBron, he's now 
fallen to the second worst three point shooter in all of basketball in the, Who the hell worst? 100 Lou Dort is 164, LeBron's 163 at 20.7. So over his last three games, LeBron has missed he's he's well, he's missed 15 of his last 16. He made the last one he shot yesterday in garbage time when they were down whatever they're down 17 at that point when he made one. But if we could just quickly see, I want to show you all of LeBron's misses. The, the 15 misses leading to the 16th that he made yesterday. This is over three games. Just, just see what you see here. That's long. And that's a bomb. And it's a little long. At least it's never up, never in. A little long. Well, Skip, these are not things not even close to going in. Okay, that was way off left. Way look at left. This. Look at that. that that's almost, almost air, air ball. ball. Yeah. And that, that was just a force short guarded. Contested, very contested, LeBrick and Lip. And now he's starting to be snake bitten. A little short, a little short right. Then top of the circle, way short. Air ball. Ooh, that's an air ball, and that was a bad one. Air ball. That's an air ball. And this is air yesterday. Ball. They almost short. dinged the front of yep, the rim. Almost. From the wing, nope. Not quite. I got this one. Yeah, I finally got this one. Okay, so he shot that. They're down 17 at that point. Yeah. And within 40 more seconds, would you believe that Darvin Ham said, I've seen enough, and he pulls every starter out with four minutes and 50 seconds left, and the shock troops actually crept back and got it down to eight. But, yeah. but my point is, at 109 to 92, he just said, I I'm sorry, I've, I've seen enough yeah. of this. You guys are out. Yeah. Okay. It should have been. Okay. Well, that, that's that's a that's 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 a pathetic performance, Kip. He scored thirty-two. I mean, NBA team with NBA players, a team with Anthony Davis and LeBron James scores thirty-six points in the, the second, second half. half of a winnable game. It's at halftime. It's highly winnable, right? Okay. And I know those three guards are good, and, and Darius. What they got to do? With, what they got to do? Okay, they can they can score. What they got? It's not like they locking it down defensively. Now they, got, now they got Mobley Jared, inside. Jared they got Allen, Jared Allen inside. Okay, I get that. Yep. But you got 36 points in the first quarter. You got what you get? You got 28 in the second quarter. So you had 64 points at the half. Yep. And then you get 100 for the game total. Don't you have to turn right around and deal with Utah again tonight? Is it? Do I we? believe it is. If I'm not mistaken, I think it. They're they're still sitting in L.A. Now you got you, no. It's I think it's at Utah. Utah. This one. Yeah, you scored 16 yeah. points. Skip that third quarter has been yeah. dooming them. Remember last yeah. year with the third quarter. Skip that. If I'm not mistaken, I think they had two stretches in the third quarter when they went at least three minutes and they didn't score a point. Good point. So it looks like this team has a good half in it, and that's about all, right? Man, this is this is pathetic. I can, can I, I need to stop watching them, man. They're not good for my health, mm, Skip. Really? Nope. Huh. Well, what would you watch in place? I don't know. The Nets? Drive. The Nets. <laughs> a worm fight. <laughs> you know. Well, gentlemen. Grease pig chasing correct. something. Shannon, your Lakers get another shot at redemption because they do face Utah again tonight. AD in particular looking to up his production in the second half. He's really struggled the last few games there. All right, up next, let's talk a little more Tom Brady, gentlemen. Let's. Has he proven he's the most clutch player ever? That's next, right here on Undisputed.
weekend, setting the NFL record yesterday with his 55th game-winning drive in the Buccaneers' 16-13 win over the Rams. Brady did it with nine seconds left, throwing the one-yard touchdown pass to Kate Otten. Now, this drive started with just 44 seconds left. That is the latest start time in a regulation game for a game-winning drive in Brady's career. Shannon, Skip always tells us Brady is the most clutch player in any sport. After yesterday, do you agree? This is a really hard way to answer the question, Skip, because there's no way I can keep the ball out of the quarterback's hand. See, if Michael Jordan, I could double him. I could triple him. I can keep Michael from getting the ball. But if I'm an opposing team, how do I keep Tom Brady from getting the ball? That's a very good point. I, I can't. Skip, I just think the thing is what, what Tom has been able to do, Tom has had – some of the most clutch, I mean, you can make a case. I think Vinatieri might have a slight lead over Tucker as the most clutch kicker of all time. Brady, just on opportunities. Just on opportunities. Yeah. And, and, and Brady had him for what? From Brady, Well, he was there before Brady. He was there in 96. Brady mm -hmm. got there until 2001. So he had him for at least, what, six years, seven years? And then he had Goskowski. Goskowski was money until he missed that PAT in Denver skip. He did. In 2016. But, but he was money for a he, long he time. He was money for yep. a long, in, long in big time. moments. Yep. Skip, but when I look at Brady this year, Skip, he's 33rd. Let this sink in, Skip. He's 33rd in red zone touchdown percentage. He's above Kenny Pickett and Russell Wilson. We know Russell is bad. Kenny Pickett is a rookie. And so for me, Brady's only, Skip, you know Brady's only been sacked 14 times? As bad as you say his offensive line is playing, mm -hmm. he's only been sacked 14 times. He's getting rid of it like lightning. Justin Fields has been sacked 33 times. And Brady has one more win than Justin Fields. Brady's touchdowns, six of his 10 touchdowns have come in the fourth quarter. Guess who else has six uh, touch, fourth quarter touchdown? Jerry Goff. Okay, but you're doing micro. I'm doing you doing big picture. Macro. So you go all all the way. So you're doing. I'm I, doing scope, career well, scope, so all time, well, all time. Well, Skip, because every playoff game is an NBA game seven. Yep, it's entirely different. So if we're just doing big, big totality of a picture, and considering every NFL playoff game is an NBA game seven, well, yeah, because he's had what. 40, 50 game sevens. Nobody else, is, I mean, if you're lucky, you'll get, what, five of those, six of those in a career? Mm -hmm. If you're lucky, game sevens. Brady's had 50. And so just the mere fact that he's won, how many playoff game wins did Brady have? 25, 26, 27, maybe even 30. Mm. Probably 30. Let's say he has 30. Yep. I say he has 30. Mm -hmm. So just by that number alone, Skip, you'd have to say yes, because he wasn't in the lead in all of those. So he has 30 playoff wins. I would say Seems like he's got more than that. But. 30 playoff wins? Yeah. Well, anyway, we'll, well, you we'll figure, check at, it out. At bare yeah. minimum, okay. you got to play at least, if you get home field advantage prior to before 2020, you had to win at least three games. If you had home field, you win three games. You win the divisional round. You win the West. Uh, you win the uh, conference. You win the Super Bowl. So you had to win at least three. So that's three game sevens per year. He's only missed the playoffs. He didn't play in 08, and he missed the playoffs in 02. So he's only missed the playoffs two of his 20. 223, 22, it was just 23rd season. Yep. So he's only he's been in the playoff 20, 20 times. Mm -hmm. So that's at least so by your definition of most clutch, I would say yes, just because the totality of the numbers. Because uh, NBA can see in the see if Michael Jordan lose a game one, he can come back, get game two, get game three, get, Tom Brady lose one game, it's over. There's no more playoff to run. Correct. 
So just by your definition, you know what, Skip? You give it up? I give it up. All right. Here's why I gave it up. You will not find a bigger Michael Jordan fan than this guy sitting over yeah. him. Way beyond my fandom for Brady is my fandom for Jordan. Right. Only because I got to know him when I covered him, and I'm in awe of him. Right. He won six finals with six MVPs and never got to a game seven. Right. Okay, so it's... But if he was Brady, the first playoff, the first championship, he'd have lost. Because Magic won game one. So it would have been over. Okay. So that's what Brady has. Brady lose one game, no matter what it is. Wild card, divisional, championship, it's over. Okay. So we all know the Craig Elo shot yeah. that, that came fairly early against the Cavaliers. Yes. So we got that walk-off. And then we all definitely know the signature walk-off where he snakes the ball away from Carl Malone yeah. over in the corner, the pole. dribbles it up the floor, dribbles it all the way up. Scotty's over on the wing saying, I'm open. Mike takes one quick glance at him like, no, sorry, sorry. And there's a slight little push-off on Brian Russell, but he just goes up from just beyond the free-throw line, and he holds the pose as it rips his clean, yeah. rips the hearts right out of yeah. the Utah Jazz fans yet again. Right. So we saw that. We know that. That was the walk-off because he's gone for three years, and then he comes back ceremonially in Washington because the owner wanted him to, to come and just sort of rebuild the whole franchise, and he became the GM, basically the coach, even though Doug Collins was there, right. and the quote-unquote fading superstar. And right. he averaged 20-6 and six for those two years, but as you know, they missed the playoffs with two right. bad teams. All right, so the point is, I saw spectacular. In my mind's eye, I can see spectacular from Michael Jordan. But then I look at the numbers from Brady, and even though he doesn't do signature, it's the weirdest thing. You can't remember. Oh, remember the 70-yard, like like what what uh, the got the, the, the Cooper Cup one yesterday right. for 69 right. yards? Okay. Did Brady ever have one of those no. to win a game? He didn't do it. Or like Patrick Mahomes, the Travis Kelsey against yeah. Buffalo last okay. year. You got the it. walk off. Or the, uh, uh, the Travis Kelsey, uh, Mahomes, the Travis Kelsey against Chargers on the Monday right. night skip. Right. We haven't seen Brady have one of those in those moments. Not, not ever. How did the game end yesterday? It ended with a one-yard touchdown pass. Right. A one-yarder right. to a rookie tight end right. on a little bit of a you know, misdirection play where it's right. fake to Fournette left and he just dumps it quickly and he, he hit Otten right in stride right. And, and he rolled. He kind of half rolled, so he had to use his legs a little bit on the last throw. We're seeing all the plays down the stretch here. Um, okay, so what do I see from Brady? What have I always seen? He's had so many opportunities to clutch up in big games. I right. think we're about to see the touchdown pass here to Otten. So he has to half roll right and hit Kate on. And remember, he's rolling to his right, and he hits him right in the hands. It couldn't have been a better throw. No. Okay, well, it's only a one-yard touchdown pass. But here's what I've always seen from Brady. He's had so many opportunities, and when it's time, he just laser focuses, and he doesn't throw fastballs. He just throws catchable, right, right on target right. passes. He's, he's not throwing it through people's hands, he's throwing the most catchable balls you'll ever see. Shannon Sharp would have loved catching these balls because they, they're just sweet throws. They and, hit you right in the hand. And the thing is, Skip, what's so frustrating is that he doesn't take unnecessary risk. He's going to take – he'll take the check down as opposed to trying to force the 14-yarder. Right. He's going to check it down, check it down, check it down. Okay, I'll take the five-yard out. Okay, I'll take the the, the, the eight-yard in cut. He's, he, he's really – I mean, I, I – 
with the exception of that championship game, Skip, I, I think that's the only time I've ever seen him turn the ball over. Which against the oh, Colts. Yes. Against the Colts. Remember against the Colts? Yeah. He threw uh, they had that 21-3 yeah. lead yeah. and he ended up throwing in uh Jackson. He did. He uh, did. Uh, Marlon Jackson. I think Marlon yes. Jackson was the guy that picked him. That's the only time okay. in a moment like that I've seen him get picked. Okay, because you don't see him do what most mortals do every once in a while. He doesn't have an every once in a while. And I'm gonna throw in the fact that at Kansas City in an AFC championship yeah. game, he converts three straight third and tens. Twice, uh, once to Edelman, twice to Gronkowski. It's hard to do because one of those throws is going to get picked. Somebody's right. going to jump in front and jump the route and pick it. It's still what it is is that when you look at him in that situation, he's as patient as he's ever been. He's a guy that doesn't have a whole lot of patience. That's why he throws stuff. That is That's correct. why he'll yell and scream. That is but in those moments, yep. he's patient. I'll take this five-yard route. He, he's, I'll take this check down. He, he goes serene focused. <laughs> like, it's just serene. It's, it's just everything yeah. calms down, and obviously the game slows, slows the, way yeah. down. Yes. Because the throws to little Scotty yesterday, you're saying, well, those are pretty easy. Well, try. Go out there and try to find him. They're, we, e they're easy under normal circumstances, yeah. but those are not normal circumstances. No. And both of those throws hit him right on the butt yeah. right in the hands because he didn't have to go down to his shoestrings right. to catch it, right? right? So then we see the other championship game was the one against Jacksonville that they're down 20 to 10 going to the fourth quarter and he throws for 124 remember that's when he had the 12 stitches right. in the yeah. base of his yeah. throwing thumb he throws for 124 in the fourth quarter and they roar back to win it 24 to 20 yes well you, you, just one mistake yes. just one mistake and you lose against Atlanta in the Super Bowl you're you're down and out 28 to three. three. If you make one more mistake, you're cooked. And yeah. you'd already made one big one because yeah, you picked six. six, right? But but he just kept on, kept right. on. Yet even the one in Kansas City, where did it end? It ends with Burkhead running for two yards. Yeah. Well, so you don't have a signature. Oh, he threw it right. 40 yards to Gronkowski right. for the walk-off. No, it wasn't. It, it was Burkhead. Right. Right? And, and Skip, a lot of times, like in other sports, the guy might not have the direct impact that the quarterback – I mean, you can be on a team, and then it's a great player on a team, and he's not going to get the credit as Brady yeah. because without Brady, there can be no – because he's a quarterback. Okay, he's I got gonna it. He's going to touch it on every single – All right, so I've told you before, one shot for my life, one play for my life, I'm, I want Jordan on my side. Oh, yeah. But <laughs> scope, if we do yeah. career achievement – it, it, he's had so many opportunities, so many more than okay, Jordan Okay, how about you? You say a shot. Okay, a game. You get Jordan for a game seven, or you get Tom Brady in a playoff okay, game. Okay, I'm going Jordan. But, <laughs> but Tom has been clutcher way more times. Oh, he's had more opportunities because way Because there's yeah. so many yeah. opportunities, and he, he just doesn't yeah. miss. Yeah, yeah. Even, even this year against Green Bay, he drove them like 90 yards, and they got down to the two-yard line. And the, the young center is playing in his fourth game, right. and he's late with the snap, and they get a delay, and they get moved back five yards. In that game, he's throwing it to Russell Gage. He got the most targets by far, yeah. and he couldn't get it into the end zone. Well, if you give him Gronk in that situation, he's probably going to score, right? I, I think you're giving up on Gronk coming back. I think you don't hey, well, well, no, you told me this, and I'm, I'm not giving up yet. You're not giving up? I said by November 1st, and now we're trickling <laughs> into November. But you want to change that to December 1st? Okay, I wonder if Gronk watched yesterday and said, you know what, maybe this is going to work. Maybe I should. Because he's he's not going to come back for a bad football team that's down and out, right? right? Mm -hmm. So maybe yesterday 
would lure help lure Gronk back because it looks like Cameron Brate's got a uh, Brate's got a serious neck injury. Yeah. So I think I, I think Otten, Otten is really good. I think he can uh-huh. I, th- I think he can be good with Brady. Now I don't know how else he's going to be good. How else he'll be with any other quarterback because Brady is very great at throwing the ball to tight ends. He's had a lot of experience. He loves his tight ends. What end. he does. He man. loves tight ends. Yep. But I don't know how he'll be with someone else. But I think with Brady, he, he can get the job done. Okay. So nothing spectacular, but. He never throws a spectacular pick except for the one you talked right, about. But, right. But again, yesterday, the, there were, he had two long drives. The first one was 12 plays yeah. when, when little Scotty dropped, dropped it in the back in the yeah. end zone. Well, you got all these plays. They're all opportunities to, to make one bad choice and it gets picked. Right. Right? See, he just doesn't have a, a signature walk-off where he no. threw a touchdown and that's the final play. Everybody storms the field. Okay. He doesn't have one of those. Like a Jordan has that, that hold the pose. He has the ELO play. He has several okay. plays where he's like, he did that. Or LeBron or guys like that. Okay, but I'm going to conclude this by telling you that in fourth quarter comebacks in playoff games, Tom has nine. Montana is second on the list with five. In game-winning drives, Tom Brady has 14. Next on the list is a guy you might know named Elway with six. So it's 14 to six in game-winning drives. Right. Now you can say, well, Tom played longer, but I can just tell you, he, every opportunity he got, he cashed, he cashed it. it in, yeah. And remember, his six Super Bowls in New England were all won with game-winning drives. Right. Or fourth quarter comebacks in the, yeah. in the fourth quarter overtime. Yeah, that, that's the thing. Well, yeah, I guess because you look at Montana against uh, uh, the, uh, Skip against Cincinnati. Yep. He threw to John Taylor. He did. You can, you can make a case that Tom's won the was the Amendola or, or was it Edelman where he ran the little in and out and they got the lead from Seattle. And that was Amendola. Yeah. Yep. He so, did. Very comparable. John had to drive. That's the signature. You know, you go 98 yards in it under was two minutes in Cleveland. In Cleveland. Yeah. But Brady, I mean, like you said, I mean, it's different. I mean, you basically have – Brady would have to be like a pitcher in a game yep. seven mm-hmm. because I, I got the ball. Now I gotta, I'm got i going to shut you down. Okay. Brady has the ball. I'm going to go get the ball in the end zone. I'm going to get the ball in the field. But, there, but here's the thing, Skip. What if it, it couldn't come down to the kicker? He had to get the ball into the end zone. I wish that were the rule. I've told you that from the start. Well, then we would have seen. Oh, that's, I don't know. I want that to be the rule because yeah. I want some games. I want some games. I'm with sure field. you did. Okay. I don't want that to be the rule. What if you just had to keep going for it? Right? Well, yeah. No field goals. Yeah. That yeah. would change life. Nah, yeah, Skip. The game be going too long there because you get some teams. I don't know. I mean, just think if you got the team like yesterday. Neither the Rams nor the, uh, the Bucks were any good, Skip. <laughs> just make if you had to score touchdowns so to win games. Not the field. You couldn't walk it off with a field goal. You had to score. I know, but maybe you'd play differently. Maybe or a two-point conversion like in college. Aggressively. You know, yeah. in college, that's game, you got to go for the two. You got to okay, go for I two. Got it. Yep. But Brady, go, Brady, Brady, Brady's been spectacular in those moments. He has. He's had a... Thank you, time. Shannon Sharp, for saying that. Yeah, he's been spectacular. Mm-hmm. What you want? Thank you. <laughs> you acknowledged. A he's been love great. and appreciation of each other on Undisputed this morning. I'm here for it. Guys, big road trip coming up for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They are headed across the pond. The first ever NFL game to be played in Germany this upcoming Guess Sunday. Who? Bucks versus Seattle. Seahawks. Yikes. Nobody yep. saw this coming. Whew. It's going to be a good one. Yes. Bucks and Munich are going to have a treat. All right. Is Tyreek Hill, guys, proving he's an all-time great this uh, season? Yeah, I need yeah. you two to dissect this one. That's coming up next on FS1. <laughs> so Tyreek Hill, he had 143 receiving yards yesterday. 
putting him just over 1,100 on the season already, the most through nine games in the Super Bowl era. This makes him on pace to surpass 2,000 yards for the season as a whole. He also had a touchdown off a 20-yard pass in Miami's big win over Chicago. All right, so Shannon, away from Patrick Mahomes, now with Tua, is Tyreek making an all-time great statement? Well, Skip, I always started with a great player. And he, Skip, when you look at his speed, there have been very few players on the offensive side of the football that can impact the game, regardless of position, like Tyreek Hill can. We've never seen a guy, as fa- maybe Bob Hayes, that with the ball under his arms is as fast as Tyreek. He changes the way defenses play. He changed the, he changes the way not only that you play him, that you scheme the offense that he's on. You saw, Skip, teams refused to play single high safety against Tyreek when he was on the Chiefs mm-hmm. because they said, we're going to play the shell because he's going to get over the top. We saw him go for 200 yards in a quarter, which is unheard of. At Tampa. Against I, that defense. Against that. Yeah. When they were, they were pretty good, too. Yeah. Skip, I thought Tyreek would be Tyreek. I just didn't. I said, now, I believe he'll still be Tyreek because I saw him with Alex Smith. I don't believe he'll have the 60, 70-yard touchdowns. And we saw yesterday two of they could have ended the game and not given Chicago another chance had Tua just put the ball out there and let uh, Waddle run up under it. But, Skip, when you look at what, this, just what he can do, he's a threat that every time he touches the ball, he can hit his head on the goalpost. Mm-hmm. There have been very few receivers that we've ever said that about. There have been very few offensive players. Mm-hmm. I believe, personally, he's faster than Randy Moss. I don't think, and I've been around. I came in the league when the Raiders had Sam Grady and they had James Jett, and they yep. had James. They had guys mm-hmm. that could fly. They did. Skip, mm-hmm. I've never seen anything like this with my own eyes. Yep. I mean, 2,000 receiving yards in a season, I don't care if it is 17 games. Mm. 2,000 receiving yards. Skip, he and McDaniel, Mike McDaniel, has done a great job of scheming him up. He lines up, up in the slot, lines them up on the right, lines up in the left, puts him in motion. Skip, he, he, any DB that says they don't fear this man, they're lying. Because they know in the blink of an eye, he can run by you. And now you open up, he catches the ball, and he faces you up. Good luck trying to get him on the ground because he's cut his teeth as a returner. Mm-hmm. A punt returner, kick returner. And to be those guys, you got to be shifty. Yep. So now you got to tackle him in the open field. Absolutely, Skip. He gets 2,000 yards, Skip. You're going to have to start talking about this man getting a gold jacket. Well, I'd say. Hey, 2,000 yards. 2,000 yards for a receiver, Skip. Did anybody even think 2,000? I mean, when Calvin got, what, 1960, I think, 1960, 1970-something? 1969. Like, damn. But to go over, to be the first guy to go over 2,000 yards in a season, Skip, he's special. He's, he's unbelievable. Man got 1,100 yards, Skip. 1,100. Now, Patrick Mahomes is doing what he's doing, and I said Patrick is going to be Patrick. It's going to look a lot different. Yep. He ain't going to have a whole lot of 50, 60-yard touchdown skill. No. It's going to be Juju. It's going to be Kelsey. It's going to be MSV. It's going to be the backs. It's going to be this. It's going to look a lot different than he was before. It's no longer a quick strike. Skip, remember they had the ball for like 12 minutes in the first quarter. You got Tyreek. You ain't never having the ball for no 12 minutes because he's going to end it. <laughs> he's going to end one of, these, one of these drives in about 30 seconds. Shannon Sharp. I think somebody should already be fitting him for that gold jacket. Oh, you think already? I have never in all my years seen anything like this man in 
helmet and shoulder pads with a football under his arm. His acceleration is second to none. Second to none. It is the most lethal acceleration I've ever seen. And you brought up Bob Hayes. I'm old enough and I was fortunate enough to watch every game that he played for my Dallas Cowboys, except for the first year when I couldn't get him on TV. But starting right away, he revolutionized football. Yeah, he made he he made you do away with the man band because prior to Bob Hayes, everybody played man coverage, and then he came onto the field and he just take off and and they throw it and he run up on it. So they expect they went to the zone coverage. Okay, that's what Tyreek Tyreek forced you to play him. You play a man if you want to. And yet, in the early days of Bob Hayes, and by the way, he was an Olympic sprinter. Sixty-four out of gold medal. Sixty-four gold medal. Tokyo. There were way too many white quarterbacks. I'm sorry, <laughs> white cornerbacks at that point because there just were. They were everywhere. I think it was a majority white cornerbacks, yeah, right? Yeah. And that started to change pretty quickly yeah. because he changed it. Yes. They just couldn't cover. They, 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 she just couldn't stop him. But this is a whole nother level because the cornerbacks today and the safeties today and the coverages today are so sophisticated and so supreme and they can run too it's now. It's hard. They can all run. <laughs> they can all run, but they can't run they like got that he kind can of run. Speed, yep. And when I saw him at Oklahoma State, what he did to my Sooners on a punt return, I just said, whew, man. He had some off-the-field issues, but I said, whew, yeah. that's something. I'm not sure I've seen anything quite like this. When I, if I heard about him, he's from, uh, he's from Coffee County, he is. which is down south. is Douglas, Georgia. Georgia. And yep. they say they got a kid down there that can run sub-21 in the two. I'm like, in high school? They's like, yeah. And so, and then uh, my high school coach, like, this kid ran 20.9 in high school. <laughs> no form whatsoever. Mm. I believe if someone were that had gotten to Tyreek and taught him form, yeah. Skip, I believe he could have made the Olympics. I, I do too. I, I believe he could have made the Olympics. I see that kind of explosion. He's explosive. And by the way, did you see that backflip? The backflip? Hey, humans aren't supposed to be able to do that. You, right? you find any guy that can turn a black backflip? No matter how big or small, he's explosive. And when you see big guys do it, but Skip, I mean, look I'm how assuming, high he got. I'm assuming you couldn't do it. Hell no. Nah. Okay. <laughs> That's like break neck, right? Exactly. Yeah. Okay. I couldn't do no. I wasn't that explosive. You could, but Skip, look at the way he's built. He's built powerful. Okay. He ain't no Skip. Most skin, most uh, track guys, they're yep. frail. They're thin. I agree. He powerfully built. Here's his f most phenomenal achievement is. He is actually turning Tua into a very good quarterback. Tua is not a very good quarterback, no. and he's leading the league in QBR now in large part because of him. And even a couple of the balls yesterday, they're woefully underthrown. Throw. He's so wide open, he just stops and catches it and goes. He just so happens to have he's throwing to Tua the fastest receivers in the league. Okay. Jalen Waddle can run. All right. And you're going to laugh at me when I bring this up because my Oklahoma Sooners have been a disaster. But they have a quarterback named Dylan Gabriel, also from Hawaii, who looks just like two of the same right. size, same sort of left-handed left quarterback. Listen, Dylan Gabriel's arm is much better than Tua's. Trust me on this. Yes. I watch every game, unfortunately. But offensively, we are explosive. Right. Defensively, we can't stop anybody. But the point is... Dylan Gabriel is more athletic than Tua. He's faster. He can run better downfield than Tua. But Tua is atop the QBR list because he's got that guy and the other guy, too. Right. But, but they are changing life in Miami yeah. because they're, they have a dynamic duo like this. Yeah. It's, it's unguardable. I mean, Calvin Johnson set the record. He averaged 122.8 yards a game in that uh, magical yeah. 2012 season. Tyreek is at 122.7. <laughs> I mean, Skip, every time he touches the ball, you're like, 
You expect him to break it. You expect him to go to the house. 1,100 yards. I mean, right. he's probably, what, 300 yards clear, at least right. 250 to 300 yards clear yeah. of everybody. So is he better than Jerry Rice? Not no, hell no. Picture, no. But, no, not the big picture, but can he do something Jerry Rice couldn't yeah. do? Yeah. yeah, he can do these things. Yeah, yeah. yeah he, this guy here, I, I mean, you're not going to see very many guys. Like I said, Bob Hayes had legit track speed. But Bob was a, was a track guy. This guy is a football player. With track speed. Agreed. Whew. Guys, he's averaging 14 and a half yards per reception. That's a pretty good safety blanket for a yeah. quarterback, huh? <laughs> nice to be two up. All right, gentlemen, speaking of another quarterback, is Baker Mayfield back to being a fit for the Panthers, Skip? Really? Skip and Shannon really weigh skip? in on that one when Undisputed returns on the other side of this break. So the Panthers down 35 nothing at halftime to the Bengals yesterday. Interim coach Steve Wilkes started the second half with Baker Mayfield benching P.J. Walker. Mayfield threw for 155 yards for two touchdowns and what was eventually a 41-21 loss to Cincinnati. Shannon, was what Baker did in yesterday's second half significant to you or insignificant? Well, it was insignificant. The Panthers was down 35 nothing at the half. There was nothing for Baker to lose. It also came to the Bengals that started pulling some of their starters out of the game because they, the last thing you want to do is get somebody hurt when you've already had the game well in hand. And so we can't try to make the guy playing in mop-up duty like that's something special. Mm. The guy was going to lose his job because he had been playing very, very poorly. P.J. Walker was had the worst. You can't have a negative QBR, <laughs> but he was 3 of 10, 9 yards, 2 interception. He finished with a 0.0. .0. Because you can't do negative, he had the worst QBR that you could possibly have in the game. I don't know if anybody's ever had a 0.0. .0. Okay, he, he was given a three for the game. I, that's what my sheet says. Well, they should have gave him zero. Know. Okay, fine. Uh, Carolina hosts the Falcons on um, Thursday. Short week. Uh, probably go back to mm -hmm. Baker because he was the starter for the, what, first four or five mm -hmm. games of the season. Give him an opportunity. He knows. Uh, but no, it was nothing. Skip is nothing. Let's not let's not make more of this than what actually there. Carolina got three bad quarterbacks on their team, mm. and unfortunately, one of them has to play. Mm. So this was significant only because I laughed and laughed and laughed because I was thinking of my man Shannon Sharp up there in his palatial estate. What you laughing about? Up in Bel Air, I was laughing because actually, <sighs> Carolina has three quarterbacks, and two of them are bad. But one of them, once again, proved yesterday what I've been saying about him all along. He can just flat-out play. Skip, what, he is what? a playmaker. Can I ask your question? He is a fire starter. Why can't he play like this when he starts the game? He, what game did we see Baker Mayfield in which he started? He had numbers comparable to what he had yesterday. The first game. In the fourth quarter, it's, it's, it's funny how significant was the – Final total yesterday, 155. That's what he had in the second half at Cincinnati, where, by the way, he's thrown some parties in Cincinnati on the Bengals before when he was a Cleveland Brown. But 155 stuck in my psyche because that's what he threw for in the fourth quarter of the opening day game against the Browns Better down in Carolina. 155 yards. It took two bad calls down the stretch that gave Cleveland life, two terrible calls, missed calls, and all of a sudden the rookie kicker out of LSU kicked a 58-yard field goal to beat them. And then Baker played well enough to beat the Giants when they were getting hot up at the Giants in game number two, and it took no, a 56-yard well. field goal to beat him. 58 and 56, if you miss those two kicks, all of a sudden – 
I got a kick because uh, here we go. If they had started out 2-0, and Baker, has he's a front runner, I tell you, in a good way because he needed some front to run with, well, he and he got that. none. And all of a sudden, bad went to worst, and Matt, not so much of a golden rule, finally got fired, and all of a sudden the decks got clear. I think Steve Wilkes had got another play. coach fired. Yeah. I mean, how many coaches Baker done got fired? Mm. How many clown shows he's been uh, stuck with? No, no. Yeah. He got stuck with a clown show in Cleveland, and then he went down to an even bigger clown show down in Carolina, and he could not rise above Hugh it. Jack, Freddie K, yep. uh, Greg Williams, Antrim, got him, got him can. Okay, how yeah. did he get Hugh Jack fired? All, all he did was come in that year and win seven games for a team that Hugh Jack had coached to an 0-16 the year before. How is that Baker's fault? I don't know. To win seven games as good. a rookie? Skip. Really? Skip. I understand. But at some point in time, you gotta let you gotta let it go. Huh? I'm and not gonna let it go. Yeah. He can play. He can play what? I, I've said it from the, the start. No, he was in the band? No, he can play football can't play at a high level. No, he can't. Well, how did he beat Pittsburgh with a QBR of 91 in a playoff game? Blake Bortles had a 93. Huh, can Blake yeah. Bortles play? Okay, but these were the clown show Browns who had not won a playoff game what since 1990. What about the Jags? You remember huh. what the Jags were? Yeah. What, what about him? Uh, this is about Baker Mayfield. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Oh. But see, I'm trying to explain that the court, the court QBR is not the end-all, be-all because Blake Bortles had a 93 against same Pittsburgh Steelers. All right, but he went on an 8-3 and three run down the stretch that year and was graded the fourth-best quarterback in football. He can just flat-out play, and he proved it again yesterday. And I'm assuming he'll put on a pretty good show with Steve Wilkes as the head coach well, on Thursday So night. why didn't he prove it when he got a chance this year? He did. He proved it in the first two games, they and lost. they lost. Yeah. What he prove? That he can lose? We yeah. already knew that. No. Well, he He's not he... breaking new. He's not breaking ground on that. We knew he was a loser. They were ranked 32nd and dead last through the offseason, and that's and what he still took are. over. And yeah. they still are. Okay, well, we'll see about that. All right. I'm not giving up. I'm you sorry. Don't, you, we got 10 Ks when they're making the playoffs. No, well, that, that's on the Broncos, and the, the, they both have to make the playoffs for you to win, right? We better than I them. I mean, Yeah. Broncos better than Are they going to make the playoffs? No, but no, the Broncos. Thank you. But the, Broncos, pushed. But the, Broncos, but the Broncos better than Carolina. Next. Are the Broncos better than Carolina? Yeah. No. We got to go, mean? gentlemen. No. You are out of time on this one yep. because we have a very special guest standing by. Up next, little Wayne <laughs> is joining us to discuss his Packers and a whole lot more. Stick around. Undisputed is back in just a moment. lost to the Lions yesterday, our friend Lil Wayne tweeted this out. RIP to the season. We should have gotten rid of 12 before the season. Lil Wayne joining us now. We're working on that. Skip, we do have Lil Wayne. Perfect. Good morning. Thank you for good being morning, here, good morning, Skip. Good morning. I know, I know you can't wait to jump in. Take it away, Skip. I shall. <laughs> Welcome back, sir, though under painful circumstances. As we all know, you have bled Packer green and gold for most of your life. You're very plugged up, uh, plugged in up in Green Bay. You, you know, players, you know, coaches, you know, executives. And as Jen just read after the, uh, the debacle yesterday in Detroit, you did tweet RIP yeah. to the season. We should have gotten rid of 12 as in Aaron Rodgers before the season. So right out of the box, could you please dive a little deeper into your tweet, please? I mean, it's 
it seems like Aaron's been playing inspired. And, you know, we have a bunch of young players over there, and that's the most inspiration. And it seems like he's uninspired. It seems like he don't want to be there. 17 left, you know. Team made a, a career a career changing decision, but not only he didn't change his own career, he changed everybody's career as well. Yep. It's just, I mean, you know, those that they need inspiration, like I said, and it seems like when you get, you know, Aaron is you. you See Aaron pat his chest. You never, you never get to see him use the thumb or really get up there and say, you know, man, you know what? I, this is me. This is I'm a. I mean, that'll that'll get those young guys some motivation. To get, you know what I mean, that will make those guys feel like you know, taking taking this taking that position, and we gotta we got as well, and we gotta we got that ceiling. We got. That's how I feel about it. Mm. I feel very, I feel very similar, Wayne. I, I think the thing is for me is that he's he's been lying to us. He's been leading us to believe that while the Packers are losing game, he's not playing bad. It's always the young receivers. He's constantly throwing them under the bus. It's, and they have dropped some passes. They're young guys. They're going to make mistakes. Yeah. Aaron needs to be reminded. Aaron, you got to sit for three years. You didn't get an opportunity to make mistakes as a rookie because you didn't play. You didn't get an opportunity to make mistakes as a second-year player because you didn't play. You didn't get an opportunity to make mistakes in your third year because you were on the bench. I think he forgets that, but he's always throwing shade and putting them putting them on blast. If anybody has a problem with something I said, they can come to me. Well, why don't you go to them exactly. and say, you know what, guys? I played terrible yesterday. That one's on me. I need you to go on and say you played terrible as opposed to throwing shade to everybody else. And that's what gets me upset with him. Mm. Helpful. That would be beyond helpful. Mm. So, Wayne, what do you feel about Devontae leaving Aaron and, and then missing Aaron? It feels to me like they almost miss each other more than any two players have ever missed each other in the history of this league. Does that make sense? I don't think I've ever seen Demon make such an impact him you know, like that before. Mm, I'm sorry. Yeah. I think we've we've lost Wayne. So go on on Devontae. What what do you see? Yes, they miss each other. I think, Skip, they were better together than apart. Uh, although Devontae had a big day yesterday, the connection that he had with Aaron was second to none. There was no question over the last two to three years, we have identified uh, uh, Devontae as the best receiver in football. He doesn't look like himself. The throws that were routine that we took for granted, that he and Aaron just had a connection. Yep. He would just know. He was in that slot, and they were playing a certain coverage. Aaron just raised up, throwing the ball. That back shoulder fade, they didn't miss. End zone, they didn't miss. Yep. Now, I mean, they got it going early yesterday, but for, for whatever reason, down the stretch, stretch, Skip, I think he had like 146 yards at the he half. Did. He did. And then he ended up with like 148. Well, he had 146 total, so yeah. he caught 10, but they threw him 17 balls. He caught 10. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And now the Raiders are the they've tied the the mark for most blown leads of 17 or more points. They've blown three games where they had 17 plus leads, 17 point plus leads. Yeah. That that's staggering to me. That's that's something. It's showing you 
hey, you're pretty good, and then you're not, right? right? Obviously, that's some on the defense, too, because your offense gives you 17 points. you got to find a way to make that stand up. But it also shows you, like, what's going on offensively, that we get it going for a quarter or two quarter or to the half, and then somehow we come out in the third quarter, fourth quarters, we can't carry that. We can't continue the momentum that we built. What are we... Go back and we got to identify with Skip. We got to find out what are we doing? Because clearly we're not doing something. That we can get to 17. We can get these points early. But now all of a sudden we need to make plays for whatever reason. We can't find a way to make plays in defensively. What are you doing to help your offense get these leads? But when you need to hold these leads, you can't. So in 2019, Aaron managed to win four games without Devontae. So something was going right then. Is this just a different Aaron? Is he in decline? Hey, Skip, you know who you beat in his chest. Did y'all know I won the MVP and Aaron and, and, and Devontae missed four games? You know I you know, Skip, you know, you know I you know I have to leave think. Yeah. Oh, I did this without such and such, and I did this without such. Yeah. You miss him now. He misses you as well. It's probably a, a relationship that probably was better together than apart. But for whatever reason, Devontae wanted to go his way, wanted to be with his college teammate, felt that would be a better yep. situation for him. Might have been, look, the money was going to be there either way. Yep. He could have gotten more money to stay in Green Bay. But for whatever reason, he wanted a nice, cozy, no tax, warm weather of Vegas. I don't, mm-hmm. begrudge, I don't begrudge the guy. Yeah, Wayne. let's hand it back to Wayne. Wayne, can you amplify on what Shannon's saying about the loss of Devontae and how much he also misses Aaron? I'm sure he misses Aaron as well because uh, obviously you see how this season going. But Devontae still, you know, Devontae going, he going to do his thing. But again, man, I think it's, I think it speaks volumes that he left. That's what I, that's what I see. <laughs> that's what I look at the most about. It. I mean, everybody, you know, they be like, there was everybody's like, how you leave Aaron Rodgers? I think there's an answer to that question. Uh, you know what I mean? I think the answer is just Aaron Rodgers. That is correct. So, if if you had cut tie, if if the Packers had said no to Aaron before the year, if they just cut bait and gone forward, were you comfortable going forward with Jordan Love? Would he have been better at this point? Would your record be better with Jordan Love than Aaron Rodgers? Let's put it like this: I don't. I, we can't say with the record, but I would. I can say this: if the record would be what it is right now with Jordan Love, we. We'd be, we'd be way better off accepting it with Jordan Love and not with Aaron <laughs> Rodgers. At, at the, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's, 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 that's all I can say about that. Also, I, don't, I think those players probably be better off playing with Jordan as well. They probably, you know, everybody rally around Jordan. They understand that he's a, you know what I mean, he's not, he's not Aaron. Yeah. And I think, that, I, think it'll, I think it'll give them more inspiration to play. And don't at some point, Skip, you got to find out if Jordan Love can play. You do. Hey, hey nephew, at some point in time, you got to find out at if this point, kid can play. At some point. At some point. So, Wayne, how hard was it yesterday for you to watch that? Did you watch the whole thing? Did you turn it off? How painful was it? Unfortunately, I did watch the whole thing, but um, <laughs> I, have the, I, have the, I have the ticket, so I was able to drag and try. I watched a uh, few games at the same time, but, yeah, I watched the whole thing. And what, 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 give us sort of a play-by-play in your head. I mean, those three interceptions, first of all, it, it, it's so hard to say this right here. It's this sentence right here. It's so hard to say this. Bakhtiari was wide open. He was. <laughs> Bakhtiari. Bakhtiari was wide open. I, I mean, it's hard to say that, but he was. And, and man, uh, man, I, I feel bad for, like, for my, for my homie Lazard. Those guys go hard. They work hard. Unk. They work so hard. Unk. And it looked like it, sometimes it seemed like they're working hard to impress 12. 
when it, it should just be working hard just to work, just to just to get a win. And it's like 12 don't want to win or something. It's like 12 just, you know, I don't know. So, Wayne, is it possible that that 12 is playing to spite management because he feels like management has never done enough to help him? As Shannon made the point, they drafted Jordan Love instead of a high-ranked, you know, first-round receiver. And at the trade deadline, nothing happened, although they were reportedly, as you know, in on Claypool and in on Waller, reportedly. And mm -hmm. do, do you think Aaron is sort of psychologically quitting on the team because it's not giving him enough help? I, I don't think I don't think he's a quitter. I don't think he has that in him. He's a such a competitor. Um, you know, I mean, his, 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 his he reminds me of Tom Brady with the, the competitiveness and all that. But I don't think he'll do that. But what I can say is that um, he's playing. I, I, I definitely believe that it has something to do with the, you know what I mean, the the inspired, like I said, the uninspired, the uninspired play. I don't think he's just doing it on purpose. I think that it's just it's naturally happening. He's not. He probably feel like he don't have the team around him that he need or whatever how it goes. But it's hard to get up there and say that. Like if I was to play on that team, it's hard to come to work every day and know that I'm playing with someone that doesn't want to doesn't want to be me on the field. He don't want me on the field. So it's yeah. hard for me to to run through a wall for that guy. So last quick question before we change the subject. Next go around talk about the Lakers. Give us your thoughts on how much are you dreading my Cowboys playing against Aaron at Lambeau this Sunday? Man, I'm dreading number 11, man. I'm, I'm, I'm really dreading number 11 in that backfield. Yeah, that's what I, I I'm, I, that's going to be terrible. Mm, 11 from heaven. Yeah. My old Micah, <laughs> here he comes. He said it's going to be terrible. <laughs> be yeah, terrible. Yeah, yeah, you say from heaven. It ain't going to feel like he dropped <laughs> from heaven. Going from hell. It ain't going to feel like that. They're going to think he come from somewhere else. Yeah. It ain't somewhere else. Okay. He ain't bringing somewhere blessings. Else. Good point. Let's leave it at that. He's having sense if you're a Cowboys fan, but if you're standing across the line from him, it is a totally different scenario. <laughs> Wayne, we're going to get you to stick around with us for one more segment. We want to dive into the Lakers coming up next. Stay with us right here. We're back in just a moment. And I won't back down. LeBron and the Lakers losing back-to-back -back games this past weekend. They now sit at just two and seven on the season. Skip, I know you want to get into little Wayne's Lakers, yeah, so I'm going to let you do the honors here. Tough day for our man Wayne. His teams are showing him no mercy. And by the way, no mercy remains to me the greatest theme song any sports show has ever had in the history of sports television. But yesterday, as Jen points out, soon after his Packers fell to three and six, his Lakers fell to two and seven. So our man Wayne, can this be fixed? It's a long season, Skip. Yep. It's a long season when it comes to the NBA, and I, I definitely believe it can get fixed, and I believe it will be fixed. I believe it will get fixed. How? Definitely. I don't have the answer to the how, but <laughs> <laughs> but no, nah, I believe I believe it starts with uh, with the, with Darvin Ham. I believe it starts with Darvin Ham, and I believe it believe you know them believing in him, in him and his vision, and also obviously we got to make some moves. I'm not sure what those moves are, but. I believe before we make any move, I believe we could make a change, period, just with the team we have on the court now. Okay. And how do you feel about the new Russell West Brick, who has turned into West Bench now coming off the bench? 
<laughs> you talk about Russell Westbrook, man. Yeah. <laughs> Russell Westbrook, man. Russ, man, I, I loved it. I love, I love every part. I love everything about it. I, also, I just love the the fact that he. Uh, it was like everybody's so surprised that he it was like I believe that any role you give him, he's gonna once he put his mind to it and embrace it, he's gonna he's gonna take over and he's gonna do his best at it. So it wasn't a surprise to me at all. Mm. Yeah, um, wait, I don't know how you fix it because when you look <laughs> at it, they don't shoot from the mid range, they don't shoot the three, they're a poor free throw shooting team, they're a poor rebounding team, and now you don't play defense. Well, those are all well, the that things that you do. That, that, I mean, I, I don't really know where do you go. That's why I say you have to start with, with the coach. I believe he has to instill that. He has to, have to instill that in him. That has to start at practice. Hey, hey, Wayne, let me ask you a question. Can you make me a top five rapper of all time? That's either in you or it's not. Darvin exactly. Ham cannot make these guys something they're not, Wayne. They can't shoot. They, nobody on their team is known as an above-average shooter. So how, do we, right. how, do, how does Darvin fix that? They, they brought him in and said, okay, Darvin, we want you to turn this thing around. And I understand that he wanted to be a head coach, but you look at Braun. Braun is not playing well this year. Something is going on. Anthony Davis is hit or miss. Yeah, we get Russ. Russ gives us tremendous energy. But the volume of turnovers that he provides you is just Definitely. hard to overcome. And then when Definitely. you look at and the other guys, they're just guys. Patrick Beverly is a guy. Kendrick Nunn is a guy. These are guys where everybody else can shoot. We can't, not only can we not shoot from the field, we can't even shoot free throws. True. Mm. I still think I still think they professionals, huh? I think they I think being around I think being around the king, period. I think if the king starts to, if the king step it up and step his game up, I believe, you know, those guys around him are gonna do the same. So Wayne, Shannon believes something is wrong or amiss with LeBron. Yeah, I heard him. Yeah, you know, I heard him. Some yeah. sort of it could be physical. I don't know if it's psychological. I don't know if he's looking around him and saying, I just can't lift this mess up much higher. Oh, it's, uh, what, like Aaron Rodgers. What's, what's your gut? Yeah, it is Aaron Rodgers esque. Yeah. Um I I definitely believe um, you know, Brian, I definitely believe, you know, that that there's moments. It seems like there's moments. Brian might Brian look a little look like he's looking off into the to the abyss yeah. like what am I doing or why did mm -hmm. I do this? But other than that, Brian Brian still seems you know what I mean Brian still seems pretty locked in like he he still seems like he's like this is what this is what it is and this, and we gonna he he believe in what we what they have you know what I mean I don't know if it's a facade I don't know but uh, he's acting or whatever but he he still makes it seem like you know what I mean rather they winning or losing he all in mm. but the impact. The impact, the impact of, is strong. It's not. It's still. It's just not. This. Brian used to take. Brian could used to go on a stretch, uh, uh, nephew, and give you twelve, give you fourteen. His imprint was on the game. He was like, okay, Agreed. he about to take this game over. Now it's just like, yeah, he getting points, but they're down ten, they're down twenty, they losing by thirty. Yeah. The impact is not the same. Unc, he need he need a uh, he need a, a real star, another star over there for real. And what I mean by that is. <laughs> AD ain't it. Hmm. And, AD ain't it. And, he and, just ate. And Russ ain't it either, right? I mean, I mean, you know, Russ having Russ had a hard time, man. Russ had a hard time, but I believe I believe if it was if it was Russ, the king, and there was a better player out there other than AD. A more reliable player, other than AD, I believe we see something else out there. Hmm. And he also needs some shooters. Obviously, we can't be relying on Matt Ryan.
Yeah, but Wayne, Braun needs to shoot too because he's now missed 15 what, of his yeah, last 16 three-point shots. Exactly. So that's what I'm saying. So imagine Brian, imagine, imagine Brian step that up, whatever you got to do to step that up, whatever, you, you know, take a trillion shots a day, whatever you got to do, <laughs> stay in the gym a zillion, zillion hours, whatever you got to do. Imagine he, imagine he does that. I believe the guys around him going to do the best at, at being the best them as well. It'll, um, that's still the king. Um, I just can't bet against the king. Like I that. know. I know what he is. And it's painful for me to watch that what he's what's surrounding him. As a group, as a group, the 504 boys was only as good as the Wiggins League. <laughs> and the hard was only the hard boys was only as good as the Wiggins League. So hey, it, BG and Juvie and, and, and hey, if y'all didn't, hey, everybody had to pull their weight. Everybody right. ain't pulling their weight. Mm -mm. That's all I'm saying. You're right. So You're Wayne. Right. Well, Wayne, I know yeah. one of your teams that yeah. did okay this weekend. Yeah. Go hey, Tigers. That's a good point. LSU. Thank you. Hey, Bama. Thank you. I've been waiting all morning to talk to you about that. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for joining Thank us, you. Wayne. Thank you, Wayne. On <laughs> Thanks a tough for having day. Appreciate that, nephew. Thanks for having me. Love y'all. Coming Love up you. next, can the Ravens hand the Saints a loss tonight on yep. the road? That's next on Undisputed. Lamar Jackson and the Ravens, a point-and-a-half favorite at the Saints tonight, according to Fox Bet Sportsbook. Shannon, who wins? I'm going to take the Ravens in a very, very close ball game. I think I know uh, uh, Mark Andrews is out, but I like Isaiah Lively. He played really well in the absence of Mark Andrews, and so I think Lamar Jackson continues his hot streak. I think they uh, uh, take a close one. I don't trust Andy Dalton in prime time. Mm. I think he th turns it over. The Ravens win. Okay. For Tom Brady's sake, I need Lamar <laughs> to solve that Saints defense, which has come back to life. Yeah, they get out the quarterback. And I need Lamar to carry the Ravens to a victory at New Orleans. And I do not think it will be easy, no. but it would help Tom Brady a whole lot. They're definitely, a different, the Saints. they're definitely a different team in that zone, in that dome. They'll be playing, and Alvin Kamara has come back to life. He's looking like the old Alvin Kamara, running the football, catching the football. But do you trust Andy Dalton? No. But I never, I didn't when he was a Dallas Cowboy, except against Kirk Cousins at Minnesota. Was that a Monday night or Thursday night he threw those two pick sixes in uh, Arizona? Mm. Yeah, so no, uh, I'm good. Yep. Breaking news. I'm going to take the Saints, gentlemen. Awesome oh, stuff shocking. this morning. Fabulous show. We're going to do it all again tomorrow, but we're out of time for now.